Raise your hands, brothers and sisters, and sing with me. Gojira, 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 Gojira. Can I get an amen? Blessed truly is the fruit of thy womb, Minya. Blow them smoke rings, my boy. Woo! Man, that intro made me feel like a preacher in the kaiju club. We must guard ourselves against a four-letter word called evil. Welcome, my new initiates, to the cult of kaiju. I'm your mecca holy man, singing praise with the devil's gaze. Just up. And who is a lizard king without his Bajira queen? She's not my tiny identical twin. But we do sing really irritating songs together. So in that way, it's kind of like banging my sister. It's Stephanie. Hello. And that intro song, pumping, huh? Um, Get you pumped. Yes, excellent. Wish I was in the club. In the club. In the kaju club. Take off your (laughs) pants. Kaju don't wear pants. Take off your shirt. Kaju naked, but they got no genitals. What's up with that? What's up with that? It's true. How do they bang? How do the kaju bang? Well, they clearly don't bang because there's no baby kaju. Oh, that's not true. Minya, that's what I said. That's not true. Manila. Yeah. Depending on if you're watching the Japanese version or... I forgot about that. Isn't there a baby Kong also at some point? I don't know about it. <laughs> well, I was reading the Wikipedia, and I'm pretty sure there's the Son of Kong or oh, something. Yeah, no, well, no, there is Son of Kong. Okay, okay. Sung, Sung Kong Kong. <laughs> there's like a whole like uh zillapedia thing with all the godzilla stuff <laughs> why does that surprise you i mean it doesn't but i was it was like a, it was really nerds awesome. want to like they want to chronicle everything like they want to make a library for all their nerd things i and get that's, it and you know I get it. If there was no Wikipedia, there would actually be like a store. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be like a nerd that made his own library books that you could take out. On, With like the Dewey Decimal on, System? On God, no, Gaji knowledge. Oh, <laughs> um, oh Bajira is like uh, Godzilla's... His wife? Cum sheath. His lovey? His lizard, his lizard yeah. sheath. Yeah. Even though he's got no pee-pee. I don't know where. Maybe it comes out of like a sliver. They just hump each other. Genital free. Because that's... Genital free A, a lot of times you don't think lizards have like penises and then it comes out of like a slit. Like yeah. a dick comes out of a slit. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, like a little cat dick. It's like a pocket like you're dick. like, cats don't have dicks. And you're like, oh, and you that's see all it, that pink tic tac. And you see it and you're like, that's more than a Christmas light. <laughs> so I guess they still don't have dicks. What's up with that? Uh, now, Bajira, um, she was from the, uh, she's like his kaiju concubine. She was in the Game Boy game oh. from like the 90s. Like it was like a puzzle game and you had to get to the middle of the puzzle and it was kind of like Mario saving Peach, but oh, it was okay. Godzilla okay. saving Bajira. And she was like, hi, I have a 400 foot long dress I'm wearing for you. The was she pink- wearing a dress? Yeah, because she's a girl. They have to, so like, stupid. They have to make the bitches wear dresses so you know. Yeah. 
Let's put a fucking bow yeah. on our head. Her name is taken from the word bajin, which means beautiful. So she was kind of like, uh, don't you want to suck my snatchosaurus stuff, okay. if you will. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I want to start off by saying that Cult of Kaju, this is our first show, our inauguration, as it was, as it were, as it will be, onto you, onto others. Uh, it's not going to be like an info dump of historical facts. It's I find it to be extremely boring when people take like all the fun out of the kaiju movies and they bog it down with like names, dates, details. Yeah. Uh, no deets on this show. Diatribes against <laughs> the pleasure and amusement of these movies because that's what they are. They're fun. And yeah. I don't want to make them not fun to listen to. So with that being said, uh, I, will, like, I will be throwing some like uh, fun trivia here and there. Uh, but for the most part, it's going to be loose while still having that say you love Satan perkiness you've come to expect from at least me and Steph. Like an older woman that still has a nice pair of knockers. Yeah. Perky, you know? You're like, damn. I mean, that's me. I'm getting up there. Damn. I know. Every time I look at them, I'm like, damn, look at that great goose. Just strutting that ass with them big old nice little titties. Nice, yeah, nice little titties. Big old nice little. <laughs> that's what I say. Big old nice little. Uh, so take it from your boy. I'm a man now, and, uh, you know, I know what it takes to get them monster muscles where you want them to be. What's that? Maybe you're hitting the gym a lot, and you're not seeing the results, you know? But put down the weights, you dumb-dumb, and just turn (laughs) on the TV, because the mind is your body's most powerful muscle, and it's time to pull up the Gojira movies, and kaiju movies, because we're going to be covering all kinds of kaiju movies. We're going to start with Godzilla, because he'd be the king. Always going to be the king. He's the king. Uh, it's, it's the king. <laughs> also, but I, I want to just say off the bat, like I know Steph probably doesn't know this, but people, are like, people get caught up in the different eras of Godzilla. Because um, there's like, uh, right now there's four different eras yeah. of Godzilla. So you have the Showa era, mm-hmm. which is from 1954 to 1975. You have the, uh, God, I'm going to butcher these, Hisi era. Tai Sai era, 1984 to 1995, Millennium era from 1999 to 2004, oh. and the Rawa era from 2016 until the president, a uh, president, president. <laughs> to the president, <laughs> till the president. Yeah. Uh, no, and it's basically just the names of the Japanese emperors uh, at the time of the production of the film. So it really oh, has, the, okay. it, to me, like the errors are inconsequential because your favorite Godzilla movies most nine times out of ten are going to be the ones you grew up with. Right. So really, that doesn't matter. And no one's favorite is Matthew Broderick. No. <laughs> that's, that, the that's, the, that's the Broderick era. And it's only that. And it's, it's, the, it's, it's only that no, movie. No, it's the Broderick, Broderick <laughs> slash uh, Puffy Combs era. Come with me. Come with me. Come with me, Godzilla. Holy shit. Do you know what I have to say, though? Come on, me, Godzilla. We have to watch that one again. Because oh, I have not seen that one in I, many, I plan many on watching years. that just to tear it the fuck yeah. into pieces. Because, like, I'm going to watch a lot of the movies, like, I love on here. But I also want to watch some of the movies that I don't really love. And I want to watch some of the ones I hate. Because otherwise, it's right. going to be me jerking So we're going to have to re- we're gonna have to rewatch, revisit the mm. new Godzilla versus Kong that you fucking hated so much when yeah, you yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we left when we left yeah, the we'll theater. Get to it. We, we, we'll get to it. We will. We will. We will. We will. We'll, 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 we'll go do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually read. Um, I'm actually actually really excited for the new uh, Toho Godzilla that's coming out in November. It's going to be like the 37th Godzilla movie, but oh. it's like uh, um, it's basically like a. Uh, it looks like it seems like it's going to be like very few details are out about it, but it seems like it's going to be a reboot of the original. Okay. But it's going to take place in post-war Japan between like 1945 and 1947. 
So I think they could do a lot with that by keeping it like with the modern technology of mm-hmm. filmmaking and keeping it dark and gritty. And I think like that's just such a cool concept of having Godzilla fight like world, you know, World War II right. um, machinery and stuff like that. To yeah. me, like visually, that just seems like that could be really fucking cool. Yeah, I think they'll have to keep it serious, though, don't you think? Like, there can't be a yeah, lot. Yeah, well, of- I mean, like it was kind of like Shin Godzilla. Shin yeah. Godzilla was like serious, yeah, yeah, but it was still like one of the best Godzilla movies made but in the last twenty is years. Godzilla gonna kill some fucking Nazis? That's what I want to see. Maybe he's going to be a Nazi. <laughs> Maybe he's going to come out and he's going to have a mustache. Oh. And he's going to be doing like, you know, because you know Godzilla does like a lot of hand gestures. He is. So maybe he's going to yes. be like hail, hail and the Hitlers. He's like Italian in that aspect. And then, and then <laughs> no, he's going to come out of the ocean. He's going to start doing like hail Hitler. And oh, then you're going to see like all the Japanese people going on their phone. Cancel Godzilla. Cancel Godzilla. <laughs> and they're going to start the hashtag. And then they're just going to be pointing out like, you can't do that. You're canceled. And he's just going to squish them and kill yeah. them and fry them. Eat him, put him or on he'll little... just be sad and go back to his lair he's in not the a... ocean. No, Godzilla's not a sad boy. No, you know this. He's not Who sad. is though? Oh, King Kong is a sad boy. He's a sad boy. He got like because his, his heart's broken just constantly. You know, King Kong. He'd be going into like his little thing, and he's listening to the Smiths and Morrissey <laughs> all the time. The Cure. He just listens to a forest over and over again. Oh, sad boy. Uh, I love me a sad boy though. Um, so yeah, but before we get into any further along, I wanted to give you a little backstory of why my love for Godzilla and kaiju movies is so strong. So long before my brain was corroded by horny women, you know, with their big boobies and greasy, seductive butts, butts, uh, when my hands were soft, my mind was clean, free of moral corruption, Brought on by Outdoor Porn Collection, <laughs> untainted by the limitless offerings of the arousing internet was just like, my keyboard was just sticky really? at all times. And no mom ever questioned why. Mom's like going on paying her bills, just touching my, my cum digits <laughs> so gross. on the keyboard. You know, you know when something's sticky and it gets like dust on it? Uh-huh. Like our whole keyboard looked like it was hairy. Because it had so much dust and cat hair on it. That's disgusting. But I was a simple boy, Steph, because I was pure of heart. And one Christmas, my grandfather gifted me two VHS tapes that would, they sent me spiraling down a wormhole mm-hmm. of excessive uh, profanity. Because it just changed my life. And those movies were King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh-huh. 1962 and Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla from 1974. And I watched these tapes religiously. Like uh, I was like, uh, we were middle class family, but we were kind of like middle class bordering on like the, lo- like the like lower, lower class. Yeah, yeah. We weren't um, rich by any stretch of the imagination. We got everything like five years after everybody else got it. And it wasn't really cool anymore, but we did have like a VCR and they first came out. Our VCR is fucking huge. And my VCR was like part of my dad's camcorder. So it was oh. like he would use his video VCR for, for like recording our sports events. And then he would have to bring it home and unpack it and make it like a regular VCR. Like really? every day it was fucking huge. Holy shit. It was huge. And we, but we didn't have a lot of like, we didn't start buying VHS tapes till they were like affordable. Yeah. We don't, we um, never really bought them at all. So we probably had like 20 like VHS mm-hmm. tapes that would just get recycled over and over again. And these two King Kong vs. Godzilla and Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla were like two of my fucking favorites. So I watched them over and over and over again. It was like a communion for me. I had to, per- you know, partake in the sacrament of the kaiju. So it began like this descent into like all these like, you know, movies, which is interesting in itself. And I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, people like to know the origin of a podcast. So there it is. It's mm-hmm. religion, cult, kaiju, cock, yeah. you know, right? cock. Right. 
Kaiju. Yeah. Religion. It's all the same. It's all the same. Penis is God. Worship the phallic symbol of Godzilla on the cross. But he didn't. <laughs> die, but he didn't die for your sins. He wouldn't. Godzilla would never die for he your sins. He wouldn't. He'd come out and fuck you up first. Yeah, he would bitch slap you and he'd be like, look at me. I'm going to do these moves. <laughs> now, the interesting thing here is like, um, you got to think about the world pre-internet because that's how I experienced Godzilla. And, you know, I would be interested to know what, how uh, other people experience Godzilla. But for me, I do think it's interesting the way I did because my young mind had no way of knowing how many Godzilla movies existed. Right. So to me, like they were infinite. So I knew Godzilla had been around a really long time. Like Godzilla was older, but like I couldn't look up dates. I couldn't yeah. look up when movies were released. I couldn't look up the chronology of Godzilla. I was just like, there's movies out there. They need to be right. found. You couldn't pull out your encyclopedia. Britannica. Britannica. And look up Godzilla. Funk and Wagnalls. <laughs> yeah. If I looked up Godzilla in the dictionary, it would just show like a little nerdy kid in the basement by himself. <laughs> uh, it was, and it was me. And I was looking in the mirror. So because that, like, I'd go, you'd go over a friend's house, right? And he'd be like, I have a Godzilla movie where he fights a crab. And I'd be like, holy shit, put that motherfucking uh-huh. bitch on. And he would put it on. And it was Godzilla versus Sea Monster. And it blew my fucking mind. And I was just like, there, it was like, it was like going on an adventure and just finding like, like just random weapons, like in some RPG game, but they were just Godzilla tapes and you never knew they existed. And you were just like, every time you saw one, you were amazed and you're like, how far is Godzilla going to take this? Right. So then you go over another friend's house and he's like, I have one where Godzilla has a kid. And you were like, get the f- you fucking lying piece of shit. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't even have a penis. How he have a kid. And then you go over there and watch it and you'd be like, he, this boy got a kid. And you're just, you, but again, the kid doesn't look anything like him, but it would add layers it's, to your brain. Like, yeah. okay, Godzilla fought a monster. It was real. Uh, Mecha Godzilla was real serious. Then he fought a crab. Now he's got a kid. Right. So next movie, he's got to have a job because he's got to pay for this, right? He's a businessman. He's a businessman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then you go over another friend's house and he's like, oh, well, I have one where Godzilla speaks English and he's talking to Anguirus and you're like, the fuck you say? Really? And then you go over to your friend's house and he puts it on and you're just thinking he's lying the whole time. And then sure enough, Godzilla's like, hey, Anguirus, what's going on? What? And he's like, I gotta fight somebody, Godzilla! <laughs> and you're just like, I didn't even know he could speak English. Why? Yeah, why is that a thing? He's, you will get to it eventually. Okay. The movie that it I, did, I never knew that. It was only a thing. happens in one movie, okay. and it's a delight. <laughs> it's a fucking goddamn delight. Because of this, though, it was like a collection of like strange Godzilla occurrences that you would just accumulate in your brain. I didn't understand the chronology of any of these movies. I didn't understand the lore. I just knew some were in black and white, some were in color, some were super campy, some were psychedelic. It was like walking through. It was like walking in on your parents as they're like rough fucking like monkeys and they're pulling each other's hair and they're spitting in each other's mouths what is a young aspiring mind to do with this information you don't know right. you know you just fall under weird because my parents spit in each other's mouths right kind of like godzilla speaking to Anguirus in english <laughs> it's the same little like file cabinet that you keep yeah. in your mind so then more than anything like it created this like curiosity within me i guess and i have to find more of these movies no matter what you just got to keep finding them keep finding them i would kill my best friend Please kill. T- please ask me to kill my best friend so I could find more of these movies. <laughs> who, would, who are you asking? I mean, who were saying God? Like a God kaiju God. Okay. A God kaiju God. Yeah. That's who I was like talking to in my mind. Yeah. So, but it did turn out I didn't have to like kill my best friend because Mikey, my best friend, got HBO. He had cable. Like he was one of the first people on my block. First person I knew that had cable. And guess what they were plucking playing on motherfucking HBO on repeat. A new Godzilla movie, Godzilla what, 1985. Oh, 85. I knew it was a Return 80s. of Godzilla. Okay. 
And they were playing it nonstop because like New World Pictures did an edit of the movie for American audiences. So they were just pushing and pushing and pushing it. So they were playing this movie like over and over and over again. But when I watched it, I was like, something's different about this. This is Godzilla. Looks evil as fuck. The movie was dark. It was gritty. It took away some of like the silly robber suit silliness, but mm-hmm. kept it Big Zilla style. They added something like I knew I loved, but I didn't know what the fuck it was. But it kind of like ended up being like this horror aspect, which I always loved from like Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla because there was like some blood. Yeah, yeah. But it was still very campy. But this was like filmed all dark and gritty, and Godzilla just looked kind of evil. And even though like there's not like blood in it or like you know, a lot of monsters in it. It's just like the tone of the movie just felt dark. Godzilla looked fucking evil and it just kind of like exploded into this obsession. So then you fast forward a few years and then Suncoast video, West coast video blockbuster, they're all carrying like most of the Godzilla movies and then DVDs started getting released and you started to get like a trickle in of like more obscure kaiju movies, like Frankenstein conquers the world, Bogusari, Pogasari, King Kong escapes, um, the Majin, uh, and there, it's not like a definitive backstory of Jessup, but I'll get, I figure like it, as we get into some of these movies, I'll give you like my experience with them when I was a little kid, but it kind of gives you an idea of like, you know, how I was introduced to these movies at first. But mm-hmm. early on, there was like this lore that kept me hungry. And as a movie lover, you know, hunger is what drives you to keep looking for more. Even now today with like horror movies, I'm like, I love these movies. And when I see a good one, I can watch 50 terrible ones. And when I see one good one, it just keeps pushing me forward to just keep on wanting to watch all of them. So right. every time you found a Godzilla tape, you never, well, the first thing you did was you pulled out the fucking, you wanted to see the cover. Cause I got to see who this bull is throwing a box at right. next. <laughs> and some of that artwork's fucking legendary. Basil, Basil Go-Go's did the artwork for Godzilla versus the bionic monster, which I have tattooed on my chest, which yep. is Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla. So when I'm making love to my woman, Steph can always know that she may have my body, but Godzilla always has my heart. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And, and like, if I'm from like a little off topic, like from a young man's perspective, there's a lot in common with like kaiju movies and wrestling. But for me, like I went down the path of kaiju must much harder than I did wrestling. And Cod, like Godzilla stayed with me for like all times where like I left Jake the snake back with like 12 year old Jessup right, because yeah, yeah. I saw like once I saw like big boy lizard. I didn't care about no bald and oily, permy <laughs> haired man, like ca- caressing like a baby python. And yeah. cause he probably had salmonella all over his apartment. Oh, he was shitting all over the place. So, but for you, Steph, as a fertile yes. flower waiting for me to pollinate your mind, what is the extent of your Godzilla knowledge? Take me it's, to the base of your brain. It's not a lot. I t- mean, as t- far t- as t- like, tell me at all. When I was a kid, I do have these very like, um, like faint recollections of my dad watching some Godzilla movies. Um, but they're also kind of blend together with me with like the, um, I think it's, is it Harry Housen? Is he the one who yeah, did yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Clash um, of the Titans. um, Clash of the Titans and, and Jason and the Argonauts. Jason right? the Argonauts. So my dad watched that shit too. That's, so I, I mean, like, but that, listen, like, for that, me, it has the same kind of vibe. It does, it, you does, know? it does. I mean, like, obviously, he's doing stop motion and we're watching like Japanese right. people die in suits. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a lot different. But like, no, no I, but I agree with you. It, yeah, it has just, the same feel. I think it's just something because it was like much older, you know, that, but right. it was also like entertaining to me. And then, I mean, like, to me, like, those movies do go hand in hand with kaiju movies. Yeah. I, I like my love for them. I grew up with them and I had like this, it's like this weird thing when you're young and you watch those movies, you know, they're old, but like, it makes you feel a certain way in your brain. And it's not even a way I can articulate, but it's almost just like 
sense of adventure. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. else to like, it was like almost like when I watched Lord of the Rings as an adult, I got that feeling again of like, like when you were a kid, of when I was right. a kid watching yeah, yeah. like Godzilla. That's, and I think that and I know I, I, I know exactly what you mean because that's in the same way that I felt watching like the never ending story and movies like that from our childhood. It's that same, like it's that same like happiness and excitement. And I, cause it's so new too. And I, cause it's like adventure shit and I love it. I love fantasy. I love adventure, you yeah. know? And it's just for me, it's, it's all kind of ties in. But I think anyway, it's always like with the, with those big epic movies too, and like with monster movies, you never how you never know how far they're going to take it with the monsters. So yeah. you're always waiting for like the next big fight scene or something yeah. like that, which always kept me going with like Godzilla movies. Like I get it, man, because that's all I care about. I don't care about any of the people shit. I just want to see fucking monster fucking battles because I'm I want to see shit talking. Godzilla is a goddamn shit talker. I mean, he doesn't talk. At least not in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But With the he hands. Is, he's so expressive. He's sassy. Yeah, he's he, sassy. Is, he has so much attitude. And I fucking love it. That's because those fucking little Japanese <laughs> men are showmans. <laughs> and they know what it is for showmanship. Like they're yeah. doing little bent wrists. They're doing oh, little. Man. He's like dusting himself dusting off. Himself off. <laughs> I love it. Shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> the little head tilts, man. Yeah. They were head tilting way before Michael Myers was like, oh, right? I'm, sp- I'm spoopy. Man. Yeah. So anyway, I don't. Tilt the head with the knife. I don't know. Like, what's you so scares. My, my recollection of Godzilla as, as like a, a child is, is, is very vague. Um, but I do recall watching it. And then probably I don't remember anything until like the one we just mentioned that I don't want to mention again. But. Broderick. <laughs> that, that was like a huge push when that came out yeah. in theaters, though. I remember like just everything involved with the marketing for that, man. It was fucking everywhere. Just the footprint. It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what comes to mind when you think of kaiju movies? What's the first thing that comes to mind? I, we like, what do you mean? Like, the storyline? What's the first stuff? thing that comes to mind I, when I say kaiju I just movies? Picture, I just picture like a giant like giant rubber suit monster Ugh. stomping on a city. That's wrong. I love it. What? what, what That's wrong. What? You're completely wrong. Oh, the music? It, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with rubber guys in rubber suits doing everything in their power to not collapse from exhaustion. <laughs> it's about what happens to the nobility of the human race when left to their own devices. That's oh, what it means. Okay. It's about hubris leading to nemesis. Hmm. God created man. Man created Kaiju. Kaiju destroys man. Kaiju eats man, woman inherit the earth. Yes. Oh, hey. Because is, that, is that where we're going? It's Jurassic Park. Fucking let's go there. Because a lot of time, Kaiju want to fuck human women. And it's Do just they? And it's just not oh, possible. Oh, King Kong does. It's for just sure. not possible. Can you imagine trying to live with your normal? <laughs> can you imagine trying to live your normal life with your four hundred foot tall husband, <laughs> trying to go for a walk and he's trampling baby hospitals? You're- I mean, it would have to be a sexless marriage, first of all. How much? How much lumber are you going to spend on just his bed frame? <laughs> You know, what if he rolls over at night? What if he farts on you and you die from the methane, you know, concentration? Yeah, it would be a complicated relationship. There's a lot to consider. I mean, he would have to work remote from home Mm -hmm. because homeboy couldn't fit in an office or even commute. And I don't want to think about like how much Ford would charge him to build like a Ford F-150 to drive to work. Well, what roads would it drive on? And it would just have huge kaiju sized truck nuts on it. (laughs) It would. So anyway, part of our uh, spiritual journey to Monster Island uh, we not only will be feeding the mind, but also the body with food and libations. And we also have a spread of snackura. We do. Which are snacks and <clears throat> Japanese beer. Stephanie, what are we drinking? Um, so I got us a six pack of Sapporo premium beer. It's one of, apparently one of the top beers like- in Japan. I've had this before. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, it's a little bitter. It's a little earwaxy. It's bitter. Yeah. Um, and then I also got us, since I got the, such a cheap beer, I got us this nice little fancy ass fucking bottle of sake. 
Uh, countless visions. I don't know what else it is. Cura selections. I told it's Steph. A, it's a cloudy. It's a cloudy one, meaning it has rice particles in it, and yeah. it's sweet. It's yeah, on the sweet it, it tastes like something a hobo would like pull <laughs> out of his pants and give you, like in a movie where he was like eating beans, he was cooking on the fire, and, yeah. he, and he would pull it out of his pants and drink some, and he, and he would be like, "You want a sip?" And you'd be like, "Yep." And then he would give it to you, and it would be that. It's weird. I feel like, so we already had a little bit of it. We're probably going to have some more. I need to experience it a second time. So you can drink it, I guess, either like room temperature or chilled. We had a chilled. Um, It's like there's something appealing about it, but also something a little bit revolting. It's not good. There's nothing appealing about it. it. I think the appealing thing is like the bottle and the way it looks. Isn't it so cute? But then once you put it in your mouth, all all appealistic natures yeah. become no appealing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is rough, man. Okay, what kind of snacks we got? Oh, man, we got so many snacks. I don't even know, like... I got like a 30-pack box, and we got... There's like a... A box. It's like a little deer. It's and o- Okashi poop, treats. He poops out little. It's like candies. animal animal poo shaped chocolate. We and got then, and we I got, got a, this one. It's like a baby face with a little. And he's like, look at my biscuit. It's got oh, breast milk that's, cream that's, on it. That's the Bisco cream sandwich biscuit. Yeah, it looks like breast cream. Um, we got. Oh man, cola bubble candy, and it's got like a guy who looks like shampoo bubbles. Uh, oh, that's probably weird. Yeah, you know, on the cover. You're excited about that though. Cola flavored. I got like a stick of corn, and it's corn called pottage. corn pottage. <laughs> and it's got some like it's like a it looks like a little oh, groundhog man. and a corn singing to him like, "I like corn." Yeah. Yeah, he's saying that to him. I love it. I don't know what this one is. What it's, does it look like? It's a see. little pink package with a smiley face on it, and it says bake. Oh, that I think that's some kind of a baked cake thing. I'm trying to find There's it. There's no way it's a cake. It's hard. No, but like I think bake cute little baked chocolate. Okay. That's what it is. Cute, bake, cute, cute, bake, cute. What's this one? This oh, is the that's, yam. Um, that's a, a yam jelly. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, it's like in like a big old fat sausage it's stick. It's yeah. pink. I wonder what it's going to taste like. We Not- only grabbed a select of these because we wanted them to kind of last. I don't know what this is. I was trying to figure uh, that out. I don't know what it Hatanashi is. Hatanashi Hashumi. And it's got like a little Asian girl holding like a. Let me see the like, cover. It looks like she's holding tea, but whatever's in here looks like a little dried poop, like a dried cat poop. It's got wrinkles yeah, in it and everything. I, I can't find that on this our little um our little guide here. I don't know what the hell. And that one is. what else we got? Two more things. Yeah, we got is that uh, the home pie. Uh, home pie. Home pie. Fujiya home pie. I don't know what that means. Home pie. And it has dairy and wheat in it though. This one is country ma'am. Choco oh. chip cookie cocoa. I wanted to try the country ma'am. Country ma'am. Fujiya. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about these fucking candies. We tried some already. They were fun. So we're going to take a break. We're going to eat some of these and then we'll come back. An ageless force of destruction has been awakened. 30 years ago, they never found any corpse. Space age weapons are useless. Escape is impossible. Godzilla 1985, starring Raymond Burr. Godzilla will live. The legend is reborn in the all-new Godzilla 1985, rated PG. All right, those snacks are decidedly not that great. There were a couple that were tasty, but overall uh, weird. The one that was supposed to be just like a deer that pooped out candies tastes like it was pooping out like old clumps <laughs> of cat litter with cat piss on it. It was fucking horrible. And then there was like a little, like it looked like a piece of like raisin you'd find on like a street corner that someone had been stepping on in the summer sun for yeah. like three weeks. And But it was just salt. It salt just tastes like salt. Straight up salt. No flavor. Yeah. The home pie was okay. Mm-hmm. 
the the fucking the weird yam jelly yam jelly was like straight up strange it tasted like it aided like something you should have been aided <laughs> yeah you know it was weird like, and it, it was like less flavorful than you would have thought it would have been yeah it was not that there great. was a couple little chocolate things that were good um yeah, so on, onto the movies i want to preface this so maybe you're not into kaiju and you're wrong yeah if you say this like, I go, <laughs> <laughs> i spit on you but um, this like use the show as like a fun uh, excuse to watch some of the fun stuff you wouldn't watch otherwise. You know, take this journey with us. Get a friend, order some pizza, fire up some Scooty Scoo. Stuff will tell you what Scooty Scoo is. Have some if fun. I, if I remember, maybe you don't have a friend, and that's fine. Beer is your friend now. Drink him <laughs> and watch. Good, but don't drink Sapporo. Yeah, uh, but no kaiju and chill. Focus on the films. Nah, not on warm wet and hard things i'm deadly serious about this you think steph is gonna fuck me with my godzilla mask on maybe it's a a trick question (laughs) bozo because i would never let her debase the majesty of the mecca plus steph always schedules our sex on sundays so double jokes on you (laughs) kaiju's closed on sundays like chick filla Um, so this is our first episode of Cult of Kaiju. I thought I'd come in strong with a personal favorite of mine and pair it with another mechanized monster of lesser quality, but of equal enjoyment. So for your consideration today, Stephanie, we have two bionic boys. Let us pray. First up is Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla from 1974, followed by King Kong Escapes from 1967. So that was released in 1974 in Japan, and then in 1977 in the U.S., Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla was released as Godzilla vs. Bi- the Bionic Monster, and then again in 1977 in the U.K. as Godzilla vs. the Cosmic Monster. And King Kong Escapes was released in the U.S. in 1968. Uh-oh. Nothing like it! You know why, Steph? There's nothing like it? Why? The only thing cooler than a monster is a robot monster. Mm. And when you put them together, it's like warm coconut oil being applied <laughs> to a fleshy stalk of the mind. The pineal penis, if you will. Yeah. So open your third eye, Steph, because no orifice is safe from the sacred ape aliens from the third planet of the black hole pull down your toby trousers stuff they're coming for your butthole these balls they coming oh man what do you think about those little ape Yo, aliens that, that was a surprise a surprise it was a pleasant surprise all right we're gonna get into it okay so first up godzilla versus mecha godzilla 1974 mm. like we said uh, um, like we says uh the synopsis an Okinawan prophecy appears to foretell Earth's destruction at the hands of Godzilla, only for the true Godzilla to reveal his doppelganger as a mechanical alien weapon. Well, way to ruin the fucking movie. It's the whole story. Jesus Christ, yeah. man. That was the biggest reveal when you're a child. <laughs> right? We'll get into it. Um, so this is directed, and we're not, I'm not going to do this on all the movies, but 
I think like for some movies, it's important to, you know, talk about the director, some of the actors and stuff like that. For this one in particular, um, Jun Fukuda, uh, he directed Rodan, Ibira, Son of Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Gigan, Godzilla vs. Megalon. He also did the TV show Zone Fighter from the 70s, which is amazing. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you watch it because it has guest appearances by Godzilla, King Ghidorah. Oh, shit. Uh, Gigan. And basically, that show is about an alien family that live on Earth after their home planet, Peaceland, was destroyed by the Gar the Gargans. Uh, and they have these creatures called Tarot Beast. <laughs> and they come to Earth. Uh, so Zone Fighter, Zone Angel, and Zone Junior have to use their Zone Fight Power team-up power, magical force power <laughs> with Godzilla to fight the evil forces. Oh, shit. Because, uh, like... The, the Gargans have like these terror beasts that are the size of Godzilla. So then oh. they'll call like Godzilla and God be like, Godzilla, we can't fight this, even though we got like cool vehicles. We can't take this terror beast down. Please, Godzilla, come. And he comes. And then they're like, oh, well, Godzilla, we built you a Godzilla cave so you could just hang out in here when we don't need you. And it's super chill and super fun. And we got like a big like beanbag a, chair. Does he have like a big TV? PS5. PS5. And we got like. Yeah. 4,000 inch TV for you. Like a fully stocked fridge. Organic LED, which is the craze. <laughs> Only the localist craft beer. He's like, oh, this is an 8K. And like, it just came out, Godzilla. Calm the fuck down. We're still catching up with 4K. He's like, nah, bro, 8K is the way. 8K is the way. I already got rid of all my Blu-rays that were 4K. Now I need 8K is everything. Is 8K a thing? Oh, yeah, 8K is a thing. Holy yes. shit. What happened to 5K? Wasn't the, that a thing? T 5G. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're messing up all your shit. So. Why does it go from 4K to 8K though? It's the it's about bitage and resolution. To above my it's small not brain. really that complicated. I mean, but if you want to pretend that it is to belittle yourself, you can. <laughs> oh but I think you're really smart. I think you're smarter than 8K. <laughs> Thanks. You're, you're like 24K. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? You're not yeah. even you're like won't even see that in our lifetime. Right. 24K. Yeah. Let's sell that finger. Better marry me. 24K. Cool. <laughs> Uh, he also directed a lot of spy movies, which is interesting when you watch this movie, because to me, oh, this there's some spy shit going this on. kind of always did have that yeah. little spy vibe, which I love. Hell yeah. Um, and the cast has some of my favorites from the Godzilla series. And uh, again, like if you're not familiar with, with, with Godzilla movies, this is probably going to bore you. And it's also like one of my problems with like uh, uh, when... When there is like when I when I've tried to listen to kaiju podcasts in the past, they yeah. they ramble off all these names and like I'm not trying to be an, an ignorant white person, but I'm going to definitely sound like one. But it's not really the interesting part of like the kaiju movies for me, right? Um, because a lot of the times like the actors are inconsequential to the story. But for these early Godzilla movies, you do see a lot of them over and over again, and you do start to love them a okay, little bit. Okay. So I will mention some of them here. Um, Hiroshi Kazumi. Uh, he's basically like Godzilla royalty. He was in a lot of uh, the original Godzilla films. He's also in Godzilla Tokyo SOS from 2003. It was kind of a big deal because they brought him back to be in that movie. Okay. But in that movie, it's like the reverse of this movie. Mechagodzilla is used to save Tokyo from Godzilla. Because uh, that's another thing about Godzilla yes. movies. Like, Godzilla's good. Godzilla's bad. Godzilla has friends. No, they're not friends. <laughs> King Ghidorah's good. King Ghidorah's bad. Godzilla is has HIV. No, and this uh, it didn't carry over to the sequel because... Because he no longer has HIV. Right. It's like, yeah, you just got to like, that's why it doesn't matter what movie you start with. Right. Like, and then honestly, like, you know, if you're a younger kid, you might like watching the more recent Godzilla movies because they look more modern. Mm -hmm. But then eventually you go back and you watch these like the 70s Godzilla is my favorite Godzilla. My favorite looking Godzilla. 
Just don't watch that weird Italian version of the original Godzilla no, that we had to sit through. That's from the 70s. Yeah, that's it's a good call. terrible. Luigi bullshit. It's like uh, very psychedelic yeah, and like, spaghetti. what's happening? Sp- sp- some guy named like Spaghetti Clam Sauce <laughs> directed it. Yeah, he directed it. Yeah. Luigi Clam Sauce. Don't watch it. It's fucking the worst shit ever. Terrible. Uh, uh, Haki Hoko. Wait, who, wait, that actor played what character? You didn't say. Um, he's the, um, he is like the dude that they go to in the beginning. Um, he, is he the, um, the, prof- the professor? No, he's not the professor. Oh. He's his uncle. Um, he is, uh, Katsuki's, uh, uncle. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, no, this is a professor. Uh, I kind of want to butcher these fucking names. I'm trying to just like phonetically say them in my head. Uh, Aki, oh, Jesus Christ. I should have to have you do this. Aki Haiko Harada. He's the professor. Again, he's like fucking royalty in the Godzilla universe. He's more or less in all the original Godzilla movies from the Showa era, at least. And then um, Masaki Damon. He's like Matt Damon. But oh, I'm that's Asian. one of the brothers, right? Kazuki, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's in Ultraman 80s and Terror of Mechagodzilla. He's not in a ton of Godzilla movies, but he's, he's, he's cool. I like that ball. Um, Shin Kashida, he's the Interpol agent. I fucking mm-hmm. love that dude. He's, he's from, great. He's from Ultraman. He's oh, from yeah? the best movies you need to watch it. He's in is Lake of Dracula and Evil of Dracula. And he's also in another movie called Shogun Assassin. He's such a fucking badass. I love his presence on the screen. He's just cool, man. Yeah, he's just he a cool is. dude. Like, like when if I was in the 70s, I want to be him. Yeah. I want to be Shin. That boy the man. And then what the fucking what movie is not complete without like an ultimate Super villain. And this has probably one of the most funnest villains. Yeah. Goro Matsumi. He's the monkey alien leader. He's the alien supreme leader, Koronuma. Dude, he's a fucking badass because he's a super villain with swagger. Like, he's just got like this just un, like untouchable swagger about okay. him that makes I, him so fucking but badass. But I have to say something what? because I watched both the Japanese um, English version with English subtitles yeah. and the English dub version. Yeah. He does not have that swagger in the Japanese version. Oh, really? They gave him the funniest fucking voice and like the way his attitude is, it does not, it's really? not the same. Oh, it's see, not the same. That's funny because I like, I don't ever say watch the um, English dub version of anything. I always like watch the watch the way it was meant yeah. to be watched. Way it was meant to <laughs> But no, in the, in when it comes to Godzilla movies, you need to be watching the English dub because it makes it so much more enjoyable, so much more fun. It's a different vibe. Yeah, it is a different vibe, and we'll get into that a little bit later yeah, too. Yeah. But that's funny that you said that because I'm only ever used to his yeah. English dub, he, and they give him that boy. He got swagger that ball. The way he delivers it's his lines. It's not the same, man. Because it's the voice Mecha too. Godzilla. Godzilla to death. Yes. <laughs> he just says, he says everything fucking awesome. Like I feel like the Japanese version is like has more seriousness to it. Oh Be- yeah, yeah, because, for sure, for sure. Because the dubbing adds like a com- like a uh, like a com- comicness to Comedic. it. Yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of comicness. Comedic. Yeah. Um, but it's something. I mean, it still has that like seventies like vibe, right. but it's just a little bit more serious, and the translations are a little different, also. Oh yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, that's another reason why I say like watch the English dub because it adds more fun to it, and that's what you want, you know. Yeah. Unless you're, I like them both. Unless I mean, you speak Japanese, you know, then maybe you yeah. want to watch Japanese. But yeah. like for me, it's like it's like same with Mr. Vampire. I'm not going to tell oh, somebody. Oh, that has to be dubbed. I'm not going to tell somebody watch the fucking watch the actual language. No, you need to watch the fucking English dub because it's the best. Because, because it's it, ridiculous. Because it makes the silliness even more yeah. ridiculous, and it adds to the enjoyment of the film. 
Um, and you'll also notice other actors from uh, their appearances in other kaiju movies, if you're familiar with a lot of these movies. Uh, but those were like my four standout characters. Uh, the soundtrack, again, with Godzilla movies, like make or break moments come into when the soundtrack comes in because like I feel like you're not... They really set the scene of like epicness a lot of the times. And Matsuro Sato, he's a fucking legend. He worked on so many uh, films, including Godzilla Raids. Um, but the music in these movies is so important. Uh, I, I can't stress that enough. And I love the fucking the music in this is so cool because it's like very Godzilla. -y, but then there's also like um, like this weird, creepy jazz element, what, like during the spy it's scenes. Very, but it, there's also a lot of like, um, like especially that scene where she sings the King Caesar song on the beach and the music kicks in. I was like, where's Elvis? Oh, we, we, where's we, Elvis? Where are like... Caesar! Yeah. Caesar! No, it, it's such a... Caesar! So, it's such da, like... Da, da, yeah. da. It's, not, it's not Elvis, bro. No, but no, it's, it's like, like has it's a 70s vibe. Like, it's very no, 70s. See, to me, it's like Frank Sinatra. It's like... like it's like, more like, like a, you could see Frank up there, like toe tapping yeah, and snapping, like a crooner, like yeah, the driving crooner. Like driving crooner. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, driving crooner. We're gonna kill you, driving crooner. <laughs> People hate this. Do they? All right, so let me paint you the picture. It's 1990. Little Jessup is eight. It's winter time. There's snow outside. Little Jessup is wrapped up tight in his teenage mutant ninja turtle sleeper with the plastic bottom booties attached. Just heated himself up some bagel bites in the microwave. Crawls his way over to the... To the... <laughs> <laughs> to the I lost my train of thought. Uh, he crawls his way over, to, uh, over on the shag rug to the cheap 80s TV console and opens up the small cabinet where the 20 tapes of his childhood are contained and he pulls out Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla and of course, it's not rewound. So he pops the tape in the Vid Pro Turbo Winder, which was a little red sports car, because God help you if the old man saw you using the actual VCR to rewind tapes, because God, you'll burn out the you'll burn out the heads, guy. We always rewound in our VCR. Oh no, not my dad. My dad <laughs> my dad was a technophile. Like anytime oh he got a God. new piece of technology, he treated it like 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 a child like, like it was his child the instruction book was like the bible <laughs> if you did like if he heard that if he heard the high-pitched sound of the fucking vcr rewinding a tape he would come off the toilet with a turd clinging out of his ass <laughs> and point at you and point at you and just keep point saying take it out take it out now and you were oh just like God. that turd gonna break off and it's gonna fall down the steps like a really sad chocolate man <laughs> um it's, I hit the rewind button. I wait 15 minutes, uh, listening to the high-pitched wheels, spooling the tape, enjoying a little bit of the nuked pepperoni bagel bites, scorching the roof of my mouth, and then bang! Tape stops with a loud click, and I press the play button. The VCR is tracking, eliminates the static and glitches. Then my mom comes downstairs, and she tells me it's time to do her Jane Fonda workout, and I'm like, come on! Hey, mom's gotta be Jane Fonda. Yeah, she fucking kicks me out. And then I gotta watch my mom work out to Jane Fonda for 45 <laughs> fucking minutes. And there was no phones back then, so I just had to stare. Stare at the stare There were no screen. phones. Phones did not exist. Uh, no, there was phones. <laughs> house, I, you know, like house lines? Like, or, like landlines, landlines, as it was. 
But yeah, admittedly, this movie has a lot more going for it than most kaiju movies. There's horror, there's some blood, there's sci-fi, there's mystery, there's a Jane Bond vibe. You have this bitch with premonitions and prophecies with her ancient-ass grandfather. You have spelunking, you got stalactites, you got stalagmites, you got earthquakes, you got amazing soundtrack, spooky jazz. Cinematography is great with the lighting, setting the mood. You got this twist element where you don't know why Godzilla killed his best bro, Angiris. And of course... You got the weird silver workout la monkey men with their yeah. birthmark faces. Yes. <laughs> and I love the sound design. And I love how creative they got making some of the creature vocalizations. It's like everyone knows the theme of Jaws yeah. in the same way everybody knows Godzilla's oh, War. Yeah, yeah. But I will say it's sad when you see some of the Japanese dudes fighting because it's like you want like, them there want you want there to be epic hand battles and it's like it's, not. it's like gentle rubbing and gliding and it's like way too sensual to be the way of the samurai <laughs> i wanted it to be the way of the samurai stuff and it the, was not when you watch the punches land you're like that he just touched it to his cheek yeah but the sound effects like try to oversell it yeah, the sound yeah, effects yeah. like psh, psh, yeah psh. even when they pull the guns out you're like Mm, I'm not like afraid. I love when they pull the guns out and they, sh- and they shoot a monkey. And <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> but you watch, oh, I wanted to ask you because you said you watched the Japanese version too. Yeah. Are the monkey sounds different on the Japanese version than on the English dub? Oh shit, I don't remember. Because when I was watching uh, the trailer for this in Japanese, all the all the monkey noises were completely different than the actual movie monkey noises. I don't, you know, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, I don't remember. But there were other things that I thought were different. Even other sound design things that I thought were like way off. Like Godzilla uh, noises? Or no, not Godzilla, but just other like like the gunshot sound and things like that. It was just like weird stuff. They may have had different people yeah. in charge of both things. Like you you do the one for the American audiences, you do the one for the Right. You know. And you have not one, not two, not three, but four beasties. So speaking of stuff, right. what is our Kai John lineup? Okay, so I feel I feel like like this is like a good idea, I guess. I don't know. I, I decided I was going to go through each character. This is a good idea. Listen, for me, I mean, I was like, this is my great idea. Um, so, okay. So, first we have, um, obviously we have Godzilla. But then the first other kaiju that we see is Angaris. I want to say, this Godzilla is one of my favorite. Cookie Monster Godzilla he looks great. will always be my favorite. His roar was amazing. It's yeah. like one of my favorites. And a little trivs for that is a lot of people think that when I was a kid, I always thought somebody told me this when I was a kid that Godzilla's roar is like a subway being slowed yeah, down. Yeah, that's what I thought. But too. it's not. It's like uh, apparently the um, the guy who did the soundtrack for this, he took a contrabass string and rubbed it with like a resin coated leather glove that was coated in pine tar. And that's how oh. he got like the sound of that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I love how inventive that are. And it's, and it, it's a testament too, because like they have tried to do the Godzilla roar in subsequent movies, mm-hmm. but they can never get it to be as cool as the original. So they always end up just like layering it, like doing different like layers of it and slowing it down. But yeah. it's still that original sound that they did. Yeah. From the original I Godzilla. love it when you for, when you finally hear Godzilla's uh, roar in this movie. It's like you come. It feels good. Yeah, you know, it's comforting. Come shot. Um, so yeah, Angaris uh, first, and he is an ally. So I thought that every time we I talk about them, a kaiju, I'm going to say whether they're an ally or an enemy of Godzilla. Yeah, and from movie to movie, it defers. Right, and that's why I thought it'd be important because yeah. you did point it out. So um, Angaris is a quadrupedal giant <laughs> or irradiated dinosaur that resembles an ankylosaurus. His his roar was made from like a slowed down trumpet but did you know yeah. that he doesn't have one brain 
He's he got has five brains. All over his body. He has five brains. One in his head, which controls all of his organs, and one above each of his limbs. Each brain most likely controls the limb it is above. That seems and really he redundant. he has an advantage in battle, for he can react much quicker than most other kaiju. I didn't see that. I didn't no. see that at all. And also, like... He got his ass kicked. That boy got five brains. Okay, how about you learn to speak English? Because, like, I don't know what the... I guess, like, in the one movie, he eventually taught Godzilla how to do it, maybe because he has five yeah. brains. But he should have been speaking from the get. I mean, he's something. To, he should have been trying to tell the kaiju, like, we need to get more civilized. <laughs> like, we need to, like, build. Like, we should have houses we live in or on like, Monster Or, like, maybe Island. they should train harder because he gets his ass kicked immediately. Like, yeah, he should have been like, you should start taking whey protein. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll get real buff, God. God. <laughs> and creatine. Take yeah. your creatine. Um, okay, so then we have um, King Caesar, who is also an ally. In this movie, yeah, he's fucking waste of time. Um, I love King Caesar. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but that boy, why did he why? have to be summoned? Well, he for is his a, scritches. He is a god kaiju, and this is his first appearance he's in a dog any kaiju. in any Godzilla movies. Um, he is based on an Okinawan variation of the Chinese guardian lion. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't they call like food dogs or something too? I, th- I don't know if it's the same, but I do know like we have the food dog things. Yeah. But and I guess also he's called Shisu. Because when the, some of the translations of her song, she's saying oh, yeah. Shisu, well, not Caesar. It's like the yeah, Japanese well, version. You'll notice a lot of time when yeah. you're watching these movies that like the Japanese version of what they call them is totally different than what the Americans are calling right, them. Yeah. <laughs> That's why like it's Manila and Menya. Oh, uh, okay. Like they're all different. Like it's it's always different. And then you'll you'll talk to somebody and they'll refuse to yeah. say Menya. Manila the whole time you're talking about oh, Manila nerds. and then you're just like bro you didn't fucking watch the goddamn fucking Japanese one bitch he's Minya he's always gonna be Minya to me because that's the one I watched yeah. <laughs> um, so King Caesar although despite what you said he is an incredibly agile martial artist possessing, martial artist. possessing both speed and super strength like a ninja turtle he is capable of absorbing energy beam attacks or energy projections and reflecting this energy back at the opponent through his eyes, which we did see him we do did, that. Yeah, you see that. He I, did that a couple I times. Love when he, I, he seems very astute, and I like it when he's trying to just like hear a situation out oh, and his ears and go his ears up. go up. That yeah. was my favorite. I love that. That was my favorite. I but I, he also gets his fucking ass kicked. He does. He's kind of just like, why he dare? Yeah. You know? Like, he's the Jamie Lee Kurtz of like... Halloween ends. Like, why? Why he got to be here? You know, and then they don't even kill him off at the yeah, end. Yeah. Um. And next, I guess the only other I I have Mecha Godzilla. Should Mecha, I talk about Mecha, Mecha Godzilla? Godzilla? So he's an enemy. He's the, this metal can only be space titanium. He is the alien cyborg version of Godzilla. He is an extremely brutal hand to hand combatant. Shown what it when it oh but shown when he breaks Angaris's jaw. That part is, that's hard to watch. Because I was like, what the fuck? Is he going to murder yeah, him? That's like watching. And the blood, orange blood's coming that, out. That scene is like trying to watch the scene in Saving Private Ryan where the guy's carrying his arm on the beach. Yeah. It's like the same. It's <laughs> yeah. like that scene and yeah, like Angira's like waddling off with his broken jaw. And you can see like the meat on the ground. Yeah, and the blood. You're just like, <laughs> it's upsetting. You got to pause it and you got to like take a breather. Um, okay, so he breaks Angira's jaw and then also repeatedly pummels King Caesar and shoves his hand down his throat his during pants. the battle. Yeah, he's like, King Caesar, <laughs> jerk, jerk me off. Jerk and he's like, oh, you got a dick under there? He's like, I do. Um, okay, so Mechagodzilla prim- primarily relies on his vast array of weaponry because he shoots out rockets from his toes and his fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he prefers to attack his opponents from a distance using his missiles and lasers. He got missiles, which lasers. is true. He also got like a little, um, 
I don't know, darts, the darts that he has. Remember, he shoots Godzilla and he's like laying on the ground. Oh, he got the yeah, darts yeah. hanging out. Yeah. I don't know what those darts were for. I don't know if it was like a sedative of some kind. Was it from his kind. finger, though? Or was it from his rocket's fingers? Uh, yeah, m- maybe. <laughs> I don't know if they were roofies because he yeah. was going to like, yeah, he was going to take him to the bedroom. Right, right, right. And he was going to take Godzilla to the to the Kaiju room. Right. You know, for some finger Wait, action. But I, don't I, have, know. I would like to add to this description that Mecha has a fun fucking personality because when he is pretending to be Godzilla, Yo, he is Got fucking hand gestures. It's like over the top, and I'm in the here for every second of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Like, um, I think the only thing cooler, the only thing cooler than Mechagodzilla is black when they did black Mechagodzilla, and oh. then you were just like, I, I, I didn't think I could like Mechagodzilla more, <laughs> and I'm shooting. Yeah, and we'll get to that when we get to that. But uh, yes, so no beat by beats here on Cold of Kaiju. Instead, I just want to kind of. Talk about some of our favorite parts in a kind of chronological order while hitting some of the big battles. Um, oh, first, can I just say? Yeah, you can. You can do it. So, the, when I read the get synopsis, excited, right, get excited, bitch. When I read the synopsis, um, well, first of all, through the, the entire time I was watching this movie, both versions of it, I was like, why does everyone think that this prophecy is talking about Godzilla? Because clearly, when she had this premonition and they showed the image of the monster, it was King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, yeah. It was not Godzilla. I think they were, um, I think that that was supposed to just be like a past movie she was thinking about. Because Godzilla exists in this universe. Right. Like they know Godzilla they know, exists. Right, well, they, they say it. They're like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. look, it's Godzilla. So I think it's just them like remembering the trauma of the kaiju attacks. Oh, okay. okay like okay. I think that's what it was. So okay. she, like, yeah, it is weird because like. I thought the same thing when I yeah. watched. Like it's, oh. it's, a, it's a little bit of a misdirection, I would say. Well, yeah, I mean, like... There's a lot of misdirection. I, th- it, I think the cool <laughs> thing about this movie, because I was thinking, like, when I was a kid, so was, you know when you watch things when you're a kid, right? And then you remember them as an adult, and you're like, oh, yeah, the reveal is the best. Like, right, right. But, like, really, like... The reveal is the best, but it literally takes place within five minutes. It's, it's like yeah. it's like the scene with like Angiris fighting. Like they don't milk it enough. Like they yeah, should yeah. like they should have had him like in the Godzilla suit a little bit longer. Right. Like he should have defeated Angaris and then like went on to do other shit. Like no damage yet. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they kind of spilled the beans like right uh, right in the beginning. Yeah. Because they're like people are stupid. And I I guess they were, because like even still, like when he eventually gets into the fight later, I'm like, that's that's badass just shit. But um, I wish they would have milked it a little better because in my child mind, it was like, that was like, well, that was like a super secret secret. So when I was watching this, it was like, I mean, I don't think I've seen this one before. And if I had, I don't remember it. But when Godzilla first shows up and he's, I'm like, why does his voice sound so weird? Why does his voice sound like grinding metal? And then it was like revealed that I was like, duh, Steph, you fucking knew that this was the plot of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he's fighting out in gear, so it's really cool. I do like the little uh, Easter egg they give you of like, you know, um, his, his shit falling off and you see the space titanium yeah. fall off. That, that fight scene is my favorite I one. love when he's like holding him by his tail and slamming so- him down. Cause he's I'm always, like cause throwing I'm always, him around. I'm always just like, yo, there's little Asian men up in that. Yes. Like, Dying, yeah, like begging for air, sweating so bad, just uh, puddles I, of sweat. And like for a while, like they didn't used to credit the actors in the suits for like the Godzilla movies, and eventually, like that became like a thing they did where yeah. they they credited them all. Well, they fucking but should. In the beginning, they're just like, nah, we don't credit them. We <laughs> throw them in the trash. We just keep using different. Oh man, because there had to be. 
you yeah. imagine like early in these movies, probably working in studios without, because we just came off of Babylon watching Babylon right, right, right. where like they're not using air conditioning anymore because it picks up the sound. Yes. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can imagine like a lot of these studios were probably hot as fuck. Yeah. Dude. And I'm sure those, there was no breathability in those suits. No, but my, this is my favorite fight scene because the attitude, the, you know, Mecca as Godzilla. The yeah. fucking attitude that he has. Swagger. There's a lot of swagger in this movie. I mean, it's, it's like, the best. It's like a it's like a Godzilla movie directed by Old Spice. Yeah. I'll say this one. Yeah. Should be sponsored by Old Spice. So yeah, Anguirus gets tossed around like a dog. He does some battle damage. You get that little shimmer of what appears to be unmistakably space titanium. Right, right, right. And knowing what we know, it seems dumb. But like watching this for the first time, like without knowing about Mecha Godzilla, let me just tell you, like when the reveal finally came, I did too. I was just like, Whoosh. yeah, no, it's good. This <laughs> it is cool. It's just cool. And it was like when my first, and like, again, like this was my first exposure to Godzilla. Right. So I didn't know anything. You should know on the yeah. cover that you see like Godzilla fighting a robot monster. But even like when I'm a stupid kid, I'm like, oh, he's got silver under there. I'm like, oh, he's got, maybe he had a shoulder replaced. Right, yeah, yeah. I was like a stupid <laughs> kid. You know, I just knew, I knew about shoulder replacements, but yeah. I didn't know about like disguises. Right. Well, I like that. Um, as a, as a viewer, you like, you kind of are figuring things out, but also you're figuring things out w along with everybody else in the movie. Mm -hmm. So when they're like, oh shit, there's two Godzillas. What's going on? You're like, yeah, what is going it's good. on? It's you good, know? man. It's good. It's good. It's good. I like how he like, I also like how Matt Godzilla, like he obviously watched Goodfellas because he breaks Anguirus's jaw like Joe Pesci did when he broke the gun off <laughs> in the guy's mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then I can imagine Anguirus like waddling off and he had to go start like a movie review show. Uh, as Siskel Source. No, I, I don't like this movie. It's really, <laughs> really terrible. And he's just spitting all over himself. But when he's crawling off with that meat mouth, that's brutal. Yeah. Fucking brutal. It's bro. pretty sad because you know he's just going to go die somewhere. It was like trying to watch like Siskel do like. I think it's Robert Ebert. Roger Ebert. Ebert. It was like trying to watch Ebert do like a review. Yeah. And afterwards, and it you just sad. spittle, yeah. spittle sandwich coming out, you know? <laughs> you just want to put like a Big Mac in there to stop the spit from drooling out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then you get Godzilla, quote unquote, versus Godzilla. That's the yeah. next fight scene. Well, okay, this part's confusing to me because the real Godzilla comes out of like a warehouse. Yeah, he works at Amazon every yeah. night. <laughs> he was just packing up. He was, uh, he was at the Amazon warehouse working like his night shift, and he was just packing up all these like baby Grogu's, and he was just remembering when he used to be a big deal, and he was like a single came it's like all we do is ship ship out baby grogu's that's all we do and, <laughs> and then he heard mechagodzilla outside and he's like now it's my time to shine right and he, right, and, right. he and he erupted from it yeah and godzilla looks at him and is like bruh you got to get off my jock and get your own style because he's like what well, you yeah. look like me he eyes him up i love that i love when he does like I don't know. He like melts the skin off of him or something, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really cool. And it's when you see, when you're a kid and you see this silver space, titanium mecha Zilla shooting finger missiles, let me tell you, there was not a, a dry pair of fruit of looms in my house <laughs> when I was a child. Also, when you see him like get rid of his old, like mecha Godzilla skin at one point, he just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes it go away. And you're just like, what the fuck? And the music's all epic. I was like, I stood up and I was clapping and shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, and then, so this, this battle, they both are injured in this battle, yeah. right? Well, Godzilla's injured and the Mecha has some damage. So the aliens are like, okay, bring him back to base. We can repair him. Now, as I was watching this, I was like, are they in space? Are they beaming him back to space? Like Star Trek style. But no, they have a, a headquarters a cave. in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, Godzilla falls in the water after the explosion. I guess we're like led to believe that like he kind of hits his head Bob Saggy style because all you there see so- all you see when he hit when he hits the water is like chum blood yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And I guess someone is gonna have to tell Deej that Daddy's dead. Like Aww. he ain't coming back. He went to the fullest house, and that's actually hell because heaven he is an unattainable goal for human beings. <laughs> oh my god! You thought who died? I forgot he died. Yeah, Bob Saggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Godzilla. Yeah, hit his head. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see Godzilla in fly mode at this point too. Godzilla in fly mode is fucking dope. I don't know if there's anything what? cooler. Godzilla? Not Godzilla, Mecha, sorry. Yeah. Mecha Godzilla oh yeah, when mode. he flies it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's I awesome. Mean, Japanese pe- people, man. They're playing God with young boys erections cuz they just like were like they had like a chart to like what's going to get little kids hard and they had like a little like stick figure of yeah, a boy yeah. with like a little softy and a boy with a hardy <laughs> and they had a checkbox thing and that's what they were doing. They're like fly Godzilla erection. Godzilla finger missiles erection. Godzilla later on can use his magneto abilities to attract my Godzilla Holy little shit. boy erection. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. fucking were just like Yeah. For sure. Like fucking insanity was happening. And you can't keep shocking my monkey and expecting him to do a dance every time. Have mercy, uncle, like Uncle Jesse said. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like Uncle Jessup said. My favorite part is when Mecha gets it, Godzilla goes back to monkey base, though, because he's damaged. And this, like, Super Mario brother, look up Paisan, looks at him and like, Chief, repairs are going to take a long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> And he's like, okay, um, don't worry, we'll use... We'll use a human who uh, who understands space technology. Makes no sense. No. It makes no fucking sense. How, why would a man know space technology better than the people who built Mechagodzilla? I, it doesn't make... You well, they're have, not people, they're aliens. But you didn't have a fucking tech, technician on site? Like a technologist on site to it, fix that shit? It doesn't make any it's sense. It's a fucking huge robot with all kinds of gear, gears and everything. Yeah. I want to know about his fucking silver spray paint on his face. No. The alien It's not silver. It's a birthmark. I don't think so. It's it, a fucking silver spray paint. It's not silver spray paint. It's a fucking monkey birthmark. <laughs> That's part of like the lore with the, with, the, with, the, with the people from the third planet, the third planet from this black hole sun moon. That if you have a fucking birthmark on your face, you're born to royalty. You're automatically a captain. Oh, really? You're a captain. Are you making this up? Uh, I am. <laughs> you're a captain if you have the silver spray paint eye. Yeah. I also love no, these. Ca- I, this, okay, I want to say this because I already said this to you say before it. before we recorded. Say it. That this reminds me of a movie we've recently talked about. Smoking causes cancer, mm. and for sure, I mean, smoking causes coughing. <laughs> smoking causes coughing. For sure, they were inspired by Godzilla movies, clearly, right? But I feel like they they took shit from this movie directly because they did like one little patch of scales in the same place that this guy is this fucking silver birthmark, and also he's drinking this green shit that looks like absinthe, and I was like, oh, that's like the galaxy soup that the fucking lizards drink. What when they're drinking the wine? That was just wine. No, he's drinking green absinthe shit in this movie. Oh. Uh, anyway, well, you I, also lo- I also love in these kind of movies when like a man can come up and be like, I'm the commander of Conquest Earth from the third planet of the black hole of outer space that built this 500 foot tall space titanium thing that royally is fucking up your life situation. And then you're just like, oh, I was right. That's what, the, that's, what, that's what the professor says after he says that. It's like, oh, also like, let, like let's talk about this. They can't fix the thing that they made so they want an earth person to do it that's right. like toyota kidnapping an elephant to fix one of their cars like he didn't go to automotive school he doesn't even yeah well, doesn't have fingers he did, if this guy didn't build it in the first place why is he the only person that can repair it 
Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. And they don't show him repairing it. He's just basically like, "Oh, you fixed it so simply." And, he, and then he's like putting, and he's putting like a tissue box back in like a drawer, and yeah. that's supposed to be like the board <laughs> that he fixed. I like when they're like, "Send them to the execution chamber." Send execution. <laughs> Send them to the steam fryer, crab leg steam fryer. Because I'm pretty sure in the Japanese version, it was not. It was like the death room or something. Yeah, the ste- and this, they're like, "Send them to the Red Lobster steam butter chamber." <laughs> Also, this cruise ship scene confuses me because I don't know why they went on a cruise ship immediately well, to after. Throw them off the ch- because those two guys were following them, which you find out later. The one guy's from Interpol. The other guy is a monkey spy. And they were trying to throw them off their track by taking a cruise ship. A giant lizard just fell into the ocean. And you're like, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm safe. I feel safe. Well, also, how long You sure is- about that? You sure about that that, that, that? that's why? Are you fucking sure about that? Are you sure no, about that? But. How long does it take a cruise ship to get from one port to another is my question. That does not seem like the fastest mode of transport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would have been a lot safer to just take a plane. You could have just walked probably faster. BC (laughs) Clet. Anything, you know? The next scene is the best, though, because it's Godzilla standing in the rain, screaming while getting struck by lightning. And I was like, that's that's so Philly. That's such a Philly thing to do. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a naked homeless guy screaming in the rain, get struck by lightning. Yeah, it happens all the time. It feels like home. Yeah. (laughs) It feels like, oh, this is where where I live. I was confused by that part initially because I was like, why is this happening? But then later on. Charging up. Supercharging. He's got to charge up. Healing abilities. He's like Wolverine. You know, but Wolverine had to get struck by lightning to heal, not right. just natural healing. Oh, abilities. did he have to get struck by lightning? Mm-hmm. And adamantium. But yo, where that Charles Bronson Asia monkey man uh, when he gets shot in the face? That's and, the and best. I don't understand the transformations because it's like when they get partially when they get injured, they it's partially like, turn to a yes. monkey. Yes, it's just like the lore is not really like it's, specific. It's not. I would think it would be better if they like when they got when they died, they turned to a monkey. Right. 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 But it's like when they get injured, they turn partially into a monkey where the injury is. Yeah, it's not consistent either. But that's, this was always a creepy scene to me, especially in the English dub, because like they're on the deck of the boat. It's kind of like nighttime. It's dark. You hear like the monkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not, like none of that. It's like weird O's and ahs, but it's like really fucking terrifying. And this monkey man. He's a hitman, and he's a terrible monkey man hitman because he would have shot the guy on the deck like the second he had the chance, but instead he hesitates, and then he gets shot, and he chicky rans while for boogin off the side of the deck. That's right. the best when it's a little like little yes. stuffed doll. But you and you think he's holding the statue of King Caesar? But also but the it's thing a, that, it's a decoy. The thing about the monkeys that's very confusing to me is like these monkeys monkey dudes can't climb. Like they should have been scampering all over the right. ship, but like, what did they? What did they really get from the monkeys? Like, except for they just look like monkeys. So the humans that look like monkeys, but they don't have any monkey abilities right. per se. Like you know, they're you just got, you got none of their strength, and you got all their ugliness. Because well, every monkey looks like Clive Owen in this they, on his best day, <laughs> on his motherfucking best day. Well, they kind of remind me of like the Planet of the Apes, like very human monkeys you know yeah yeah they I, do, well, I mean like you're the very planet of the apes yeah, yeah, yeah. but i like when our when our boy uh steps out of the shadows and he's like hey beautiful night like this you should be talking about love i'm not creepy i just want to smoke cigarettes <laughs> in the dark while wearing sunglasses and a trench coat that guy is the best though because the whole time they're making you think that he's a villain yeah but he's not. He's fucking. He works for Interpol. Interpol. Yeah, Interpol. I, I knew it immediately <laughs> when I saw him. He had the stink of Interpol yes. on him. But there, he's driving around like this fucking badass orange Nissan Skyline 2000 GT. Right. That fucking car is fucking really so cool. badass. I don't yep. even like cars, but that car is so badass. Yeah. 
Um, I love it, but I also love that the monkey men are so sophisticated, so they drink wine, but they're also brutal enough to steam people to death like they're crab people. Holy crap, yeah, they are, like, cooking them in that room. And, like, the, the, the line that they say is, where are my brother and the professor? I found his lug nut wrench pipe. And he's like, you'll see them soon. They're corpses. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, are you a spaceman? <laughs> I like what he says that. Yeah, it's a spaceman. Then the mysterious smoking man appears and slaps the like beats the shit out of the monkey, saves the dude, and tells him he's an Interpol agent. And uh, then he kind of then this is the best, my favorite line. He's like, "They came to our attention six months ago. We put out a net, and you got caught. And I've been following you ever since. And that's all there is to the story." Right. And, and if I was that guy, I'd be like, "Well, it seems like there's a lot more to the story right. because like there's monkey dudes." Well, like it's like did Interpol like know they were aliens? Yeah, Interpol's alien like, monkeys. In, Interpol's <laughs> like, yeah, alien monkeys exist, right? and we're fine with this. <laughs> But I also love like the retro future aspect of the, like the monkeys mountain base where they somehow are inconspicuously hiding like a giant mechanized dinosaur. That's right. Fun. It's cool. Yeah. It's really shitty looking. But are awesome. they supposed to be in Mount Fuji? I think so. Yeah. yeah. They're supposed to be in the fucking in the mountain that appeared in the sky. Remember yeah, part yeah. Of the prophecy? The, that black mountain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuji mountain. I think. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty badass when like. Uh, uh, the the statue of of, uh, of King Caesar oh, is so cool. Wait, can we just actually go back and revisit that first? Where they took this fucking statue out of a cave. They were just like, we're gonna steal this statue. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna take it because that's what we do as civilized people. We steal people artifacts, artifacts, national treasure, like yeah. like Nick Cage did. Yep. You gotta have it. I mean, like if I saw that in a cave. I would steal it immediately because it's fucking so cool, dude. I want that shit. I don't oh, know why. Okay. No, I'm sure somebody has made it. I'm just not aware of it. But someone needs to make that fucking King Caesar statue. That yeah. shit is fucking. Oh, not like a figure, ass. but you want the statue. No, I want the statue. Yeah, yeah. I have the figure. I got the vinyl figure. I want okay. the focus statue. Yeah. Give me the statue. <laughs> um, but it's pretty badass when they use that collector's edition statue to blow up the mountain. They put it like just. They put it like on its little holder spot, and then the sun comes and beams into his eye. Into and his, his ruby head, eyes. And his ruby eyes shoot lasers yeah. through the mountain. Yeah, but. King Caesar doesn't wake up. No, they blow up the side of the mountain. He's just chilling in there. He's asleep. So what he's like, sing for me, bitch. She has to sing this like, um, was she Azumi? Is that what it is? Azumi, Azumi priestess. Azumi, yeah. Um, she has to sing the song. Grandfather, this, grandfather. She goes, oh, you fucking better sing now, <laughs> bitch. You better sing your song. Twerk your ass for Caesar. He wants to see your fucking little knob split. Come on. So she goes to the beach and she kneels down, and when the music kicks in it's just like very weird because the music yeah, right? yeah and the song she sings is a straight up fucking love song you, you think Caesar. it's a love song i will read you the lyrics oh so, oh, oh, oh shit the veil of the dark night gives way when morning comes i wish to awake my caesar is a captured star i'm waiting caesar powerful pass over the blue coral Late to wipe the tears from my face. <laughs> it's a fucking love song. Burning, burning in my chest. Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. King Caesar. The veil of the dark night gives way. When morning comes, I wish to awake. My Caesar, under the palm tree, I'm waiting. What is she waiting for? Caesar, like powerful, <laughs> painted red coral. Late to hear my desire. <laughs> burning, burning in my chest. Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. King Caesar. My God, she wants to fuck that dog. I think there are a couple different translations because I did find another one, but oh, it's I, a, the, pol- the police should have came immediately after that scene and just handcuffed <laughs> her for bestiality. Like, no, 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 no. Caesar's not for fucking. He's for saving us. It's a fucking love song. Yeah. All right. So then she finally sings Trimble. it. And, and listen, Caesar is like, King Caesar's like, 
I can't wake up when you first start the song. I need to hear every verse. Every verse. Yeah. <laughs> I need to hear like the epicness at the end. Yes. It's like when you listen to Iron Maiden, Hallowed Be Thy Name. Oh, like, fuck you, that you're, song. You're, yeah. you're waiting for the fucking build up. Yes. You're waiting for him to be like, That's, you know, that's my favorite song. So you're waiting for. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. That's what you're waiting for. Like you'll fucking wait the seven minutes that it takes to get to that. It's like the same thing. Like Caesar yeah. was just waiting for the peak. You he know? was, yeah. So then he wakes up mm-hmm. and he fights Mecha. So yeah, we get into the Mecha Godzilla. But he again gets his ass kicked, dude. Everybody just gets their ass kicked immediately. Yeah, Godzilla shows up, and he this when he shows up, that bro is fucking all jacked up on Monster Energy drinks this time. <laughs> But before that, I love watching the Labradoodle get his ass fucking. <laughs> he ha- does. Like he's getting his ass handed to him, but probably because he's weak because he came out of hiding. He's probably. He, he hasn't had any food. He hasn't had food. He hasn't had his shots. Right. He's probably got so much lice and tapeworms. He's probably got so many fucking like tapeworms he's in his full heart. Of parasites. parasites. He got the heart. He got the yeah. heartworm. And he immediately when he came out, what he should have did was probably like eat a Godzilla turd. Like for like a little oh, bit of energy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely yeah. would have been trying to yeah. smell Godzilla's butt too. Because <laughs> he's up a dog, butt, you can't help butt, it. Smelling his butt. What they do? But Monkey Band, my favorite line is when Monkey Band's like, "Mecha Godzilla, beat Godzilla to death." Yes. <laughs> when Godzilla finally shows up, and then Mecha Godzilla does this reverse head thing and like props his foot up and just starts shooting lasers and missiles and tone missiles and. No wait wait. Fucking spins his head super suspiciously to make, to a, make force a force field, field for no fucking reason, but he's just showboating. My, f- I and I usually hate a showboat, but Godzilla does some showboating in this too. Yeah. But my favorite, no, my favorite part is when Godzilla come, he first he he arrives right. King Caesar got his ass kicked. He was thrown on those rocks, and then Godzilla tries to shoot Mecha Godzilla, but Mecha Godzilla gets out of the way, and he basically shoots his ally friend King Caesar, and he's like, "Oh God." Damn it. Yeah, yeah. I love when he has the force field too, and Godzilla tries to go up and he burns, yes! his, fin- and he burns his fingers. Oh my God, so good. Uh, but then, like, he doesn't do it again. Right. So basically, like, Mechagodzilla is just raining hellfire down on Cookie Monster he and Doughboy. Doughboy's just getting fucked up left yeah. and right. Cookie Monster is so fucked up at one point that, like, he's got darts in his neck and arterial blood is just spraying everywhere there, from Godzilla his neck. Godzilla is fucking arterial spraying too. But Jesus. But then you find out after the arterial spray that. Cookie Monster is actually Cookie Monster Magneto. Oh my god, you did say Cookie Monster. So I'm sorry. He, yeah, yeah. So he stands. Yeah. He, so he stands up. <laughs> Holy crap! And he's he, a- and he goes woo, 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 and all the little like, missiles come out of him, and he does like the. And he's like, now try me. But I like how they were immediately like, oh, he he turned himself into a magnetic force field. Yeah, they, the humans always have to explain stuff to they you. They understand. Oh, my God. Look at King Caesar's eating another one of Godzilla's turds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the hand motions and the gestures. Oh, the, dude, so right, the, people, the dudes in the rubber suits are selling it, man. They are. Finally, Dog Boy comes back to help uh, Godzilla, probably because he was eating Angiris' bloated corpse like that was on the yeah. beach somewhere. He probably smelled <laughs> it. But Cookie Monster Magneto didn't need him anyway because he basically rips off fucking Mechagodzilla's dome immediately. Oh, yeah, I like that part. And he explodes and then Godzilla for booging into the ocean because Godzilla always got to end in the ocean. That's the tradition of Godzilla movies. Because he, he has to go back to Hollow Earth. He has to go back to the... No. He does not go back to Hollow Earth. He goes back to the depths of an unknown place. Hollow Earth. Doesn't go to fucking Hollow Earth. 
That was a fucking, that was a legendary pictures contrivance that I don't agree with. And I guess King Caesar's a C, like an explosive specialist because he set up some C4 to seal himself back in the yes. tapeworm cave. Yeah, yeah. Because it explodes. He goes back in there and, and, ex- and he's like the same face and it explodes. It closes yes. him back in. I was like, mm, but where did the explosions right, come right. from? Um, and you do find out that the monkey men have black blood because the chimp captain gets shot in the neck and he's like fucking yeah. arterial spray and just black blood. There's a lot of arterial spray you going everywhere on. You go, that black blood. And I mean, what more can be said about this movie? Honestly, it's perfect. For me, it's a perfect jumping off point if you're looking to get into kaiju movies because it's got a little bit of everything. Um, that's the reason it's one of the most beloved movies in the franchise. I know a lot of people love this movie, not just me. Mechagodzilla is one of the coolest designs for any kaiju ever made. He's something the MonsterVerse didn't understand because when they modernized him, they made him look like a Transformer that was like molested by Michael Bay for oh. 20 years, and they just ruined it because for a while, Michael Bay was pimping out them Transformers. Yep. Where my goddamn money, Optimus? It's slow <laughs> tonight, Mikey. Nobody wants a date. And Michael was like, bitch, you better get out there and suck some motor oil from them exhaust pipes. Think I'll play them, bitch? Also, you want to be watching these movies like I already told stuff. You want to watch these movies um, with English dubbing because... You know, I never say that, but in these movies, you really want your humans to be emotionless husks. <laughs> you want them to seem like they've been infiltrated by Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You want them to sound vaguely like burger-eating cowboys that dropped out of middle school. Uh, <laughs> we don't need no tasty hunk empanada like Pedro Pascal strutting that fine Ooh, ass around. Uh-huh. We don't need them voicing anything. We're here for the monsters. So put your punane away. Pedro Pascal's empanadas are not coming anywhere near your punans. Um, I love it. What did you think of this movie? I, I, it was so fun. It was it was very enjoyable. And like you said, it has a little bit of everything. Mm. And so I was into it, man. The, and I love the um, I love the acting of the guys in the monster suits. Yeah. Well, I mean, specifically Godzilla and Mechagodzilla, I guess. That's, it's just like it, there's so much um, personality. There's also like um, not a lot of downtime. This movie's like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like let's do the things we need to do. Let's give the humans just enough meat to prove their existence in the movie needs to be possible. But we don't need to do any dramatic nope. shit with them. There's no love story. There's no love story. Nothing. Like there is like a little bit of lovey dovey stuff here and there, but it's not like that's the character's motivations. Right, the right. humans just exist to get the story from point A to point B. We don't fucking need any like, oh, my daughter. Oh, mommy, I'm evil. I went to the evil side. Mommy's evil. Oh, daughter thinks mommy's evil, doesn't like it. Oh, no. <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah, no, no. Right, it's right. not like that. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah. it's just very, very, very good that but, way. I, but see, I will There's say no fat on the bones. that I do recommend watching both versions. I think it's a different experience, and I do recommend versions it. of what the subtitled version and the dub version. Okay, because I didn't know if you meant the version, the new version of Godzilla no, versus Mike Godzilla. No, 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 I meant the, the the subtitled versus dubbed. HBO Max or Max now they have like a shit ton of Godzilla movies. Yeah. Um, and I watched it on there, but the only option was the subtitled subtitled version. Subtitle. So, subtitle. Yeah. So anyway, both. I, I highly recommend. All right, our second movie is King Kong Escapes. Joined by uh, little Paxton. Paxton's here on my lap, even though it's a thousand degrees in this room. Um, and like we mentioned earlier, King Kong, King Kong Escapes is from 1967. King Kong, go get that ship. King Kong, <laughs> lick a pound on this clit, Kong. <laughs> Go 
get the Hitachi wand, Kong. Yeah. This punan is hurting for a squirting, Kong. Kong, get your paper mache face on this punan. Her voice was so fucking you know, Linda Miller. Oh my god, it was so weird. Linda Miller. Read the synopsis stuff. Inspired by the Rankin-Bass cartoon, the evil Doctor Who captures King Kong to dig for Element X when his mechanical doppelganger, McCanny Kong, is unable to do the task. King escapes and soon confr- I'm sorry, Kong escapes. Kong escapes and soon confronts his mechanical double. Double. Um, so yeah, this is another uh, kaiju movie that exists. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> it gr- does that. I, I didn't grow up with this one, but anyway, let's before I get into that, um, this was directed by Ishiro Honda. Um, it's based on the Rankin and Bass uh, cartoon. Uh, Ishiro Honda is the one who directed the original um, Godzilla. He directed Rodan, Mothra, King Kong vs. Godzilla, which is another one of my favorites. War of the Gargantuas, Destroy All Monsters, blah, 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 blah. He did tons of shit. His history um, and his background is really cool. So if you ever get a chance, um, you should uh, read up on it. But he did 46 feature films uh, in his five fucking decade career, which is pretty crazy. Um, he was involved with the war and stuff like that. So that's why his um, uh, his history is pretty interesting when you go back and read it. And then um, the guy who did the um, music, Akira uh, Ikfukubi. Um, He's the guy who did the original um, soundtrack. He did the Godzilla roar. Oh, he was okay. responsible for all that. And then you get a lot. You get the. Uh, st- this was geared towards like more American audiences because again, Universal let them use the Kong image, right? Um, for better or for worse. Uh, I wish they they just kind of did a monkey and made it their own thing and just kind of like. I think they were afraid of plagiarism at the time and getting um, hit with a lawsuit by Universal. So they did um, team up with them for this. Uh, and because of that, you get some like American actors in it. Linda Miller and uh, Rhodes Reason, who's like... Oh my uh, God, the worst name. Yeah, he's the basically the male heartthrob in this. Um, Except he's not the heartthrob in this. Who is the heartthrob? Uh, Lieutenant Commander Namora. Yeah, Namora's fucking got it going on. This dude's like a wannabe Sean Connery almost. Uh not the best, uh, I would say, by any stretch. And then, yeah, Steph said um, Akira Tarakada plays um, Lieutenant. What's his name? Uh, Yuro Nomura. Yeah, yeah, Yuro Nomura. And he's in. He's again. He's in fucking tons. He of is fucking, a handsome man. Uh, Godzilla movies, faux show. And uh, I want to mention the actor who plays Doctor Who because he is fucking unbelievable. Oh, man. Uh, And he's in tons and tons and tons of fucking goddamn movies across the board. But it's funny because when you look up his uh, IMDb, it it describes him. uh, One of Japan's most distinctive character actors, uh, I see... Amamoto is one of the cinema's few personalities who easily recognizable to Western movie buffs. Six feet tall. Hold on. <laughs> Skeletal of build, bony faced and wild haired. <laughs> when not when not ensconced in a vast silver wig. Oh my god. His persona inspired Woody Allen to dub him with an imitation Peter Laurie voice in What's Up Tiger Lily? Oh god, who cares? Anyway, he was better served by Paul Freese's menacing tones in King Kong Escapes, who did his dub, um, but neither voice matches Amamato's own surprisingly deep and resonant 
from his scrawny, sunken chested frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There's a funny thing in here where someone's described, uh, one of the oh guys is God. describing him, um, what he looked like. And they're like, uh, he said, an oriental skeleton with gutter rat sunken eyes yes, or something like yes. that. They say oriental like fucking every two seconds in this movie. Oh my God. Um, Yo, according to his IMDb, he fucking was in a TV show in 2002. How the fuck old was he in 2002? Uh, well, when did he die? He died in 2003. Holy crap. Uh, from pneumonia. So he probably got pneumonia from that show. Probably. And then that's why he died. Yeah, he was probably. born in 26. Holy shit. Yeah, 1926. Damn. Yeah. That boy old. The yeah. show was Ultraman Cosmos. The, the Asians in. be eating tons of fucking fish with all the antioxidants. That's yep. why they live forever. I mean, there's a lot of mercury in those fish, too, though. Don't matter to them. They laugh at it. They they scoff <laughs> at Mercury. <laughs> oh my god! I think it's funny when you look at the um, the cast on this for this movie. It's just henchmen, 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 henchmen. Because Doctor Who has a shit ton of henchmen. Oh yeah, that boy need them. Yeah, he need all them henchmen. Um, I'm trying to see what other shit he was in. Uh, doesn't look like much, but he's the fucking tour de force in this movie. He is. And for a while there, a cool thing about this, um, uh, let me just say, this movie didn't cross my radar until probably like my 20s. I didn't even know Mechanic Kong existed, but I got my hands on Frankenstein vs. Baragon, which is also called Frankenstein Conquers the World. Uh, on DVD, and there's an insert with a bunch of other movies, and this was on the list, uh, King Kong Escapes, with a picture of the poster, which was like King Kong chokeholding uh, Gorosaurus as Mechanic Kong is like shooting uh, laser eyes at him. Um, so I immediately got sticky pre-cum hands all <laughs> over that. Uh, but, it ba- but it basically is like a comic strip brought to life, which we'll get into in a little bit, but for a while, Toho was talking about making Godzilla vs. Mechanic Kong, making a sequel, and it was fucking crazy because it reminds me of like the zaniness and weirdness of like Godzilla vs. Hedorah, where it's just like very strange. But in this one, it was supposed to be, um, it was going to have Robo Kong inject people into Godzilla, and they were going to fight Godzilla from within, like what? Fantastic Voyage. What and they the were going to go to all these weird worlds within Godzilla <laughs> and all these weird like antibodies Holy within crap. Godzilla. So I'm kind of sad Toho never revisited that because, you know, eventually like like kind of like how they abandoned Shin Godzilla because I really yeah. wanted them to make a sequel of Shin Godzilla because I feel like most of the time I feel like one and done is cool. But I feel like the whole Shin Godzilla really could have been an awesome sequel because of like all like the bio like mass that he was leaving behind that was like transforming the environment into weird shit. Yeah. I thought that could have led to like a really, really cool, um, just like, uh, like almost like the thing or something like right. that. Just have weird creatures running around with like Kaiju ish shit. Uh, but Stephanie, what is the Kaiju on? Oh, wait, wait, lineup? real quick. I wanted to mention another cast member. Uh, um, the woman, the actress who played Lady Piranha or oh, yeah, Lady yeah, yeah. X, Madam X, whatever yeah, her name yeah. was. She's in tons of shit. Um, she was in a fucking James Bond James movie Bond, yeah, with yeah. Sean Connery. She's in King Kong vs. Godzilla, right? Yeah, she was in King Kong vs. Godzilla. She was in You Only Live Twice with Sean Connery. Sean Connery. And she was kissy. Oh, man, she's seductive. Um, In this movie, she's seductive. She is. I was like, man, just fuck that white boy. Why don't you just fuck that white boy then? And the the costume changes for her in this movie. Decadent. Decadent. Mm -hmm. Constant. Every scene. I loved it. Um, Oh, yeah, let me get back to my notes. So, uh, we have Gorosaurus, who you mentioned. Um, There's no allies in this movie. Kong is alone. I mean, except for Susan Miller. 
Yeah. That was her name, right? Susan Miller? No, Linda um, Miller. Linda Miller. <laughs> that's, her, that's her name in real life. Oh, I forget what her name is. She's just, she's no, just, her name you was just, Susan. You just, oh, she, no, she is her Susan. Her name is Susan. Her name is I, Susan. I, I, in the movie, I, it's Susan. In real life, yeah. it's Linda Miller. Okay, but like, Linda. she's just the screaming white bitch. She is. But she has fun hair. She has like hair that's very of that time. She got fun hair on her upper lip, too. Fuck a mustache. For real. Um. So, Gorse Horse, this is- that's why Kong liked her, because she had a mustache. Maybe. This is his first appearance, but later- he had a major role in major role destroy all monsters destroy all monsters yeah, is fun destroy all monsters but his, his um, special move is he he leans back on his long tail he does a kangaroo kick he does a kangaroo kick that, because, that is his special move and what did you keep calling him because he keeps trying to grab oh, grabby grabby yeah grabby, I was grabby. Going, grabby 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 because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little t-rex arm so he can't do anything so he just is always like like squeezing his fingers and stuff he should have they should have had him like um be like the dino crooner and he could have just oh snapped my God. Yeah, yeah. With his little hands so he doesn't have any special abilities because he's no, he just does. a dinosaur. He, no, he's fucking well, but the kangaroo no, kick. No, the kangaroo kick is his move, but he doesn't have lasers. He doesn't have like super strength. He um, is basically just has the kangaroo kick. What about superspiciousness? Does he, he have that? Apparently he's an, an, a descendant of the Allosaurus. Yeah. That's what I, they said. I heard, an Allosaurus. I heard the word on the street yeah. that that was the case. Um, and then the other, we have a sea serpent. They don't give any information about that sea serpent. That yeah, he, he's just that rando. Because he, he just fucks it he up. Fights, he fights and kills him. It's just really to show that, like, it's supposed to be like a showmanship for his like female betrothed. Oh yeah, yeah. like where Absolutely. like look, I can protect you. And then I mean, obviously, uh, Mechanic Kong, also known as Robot Kong, also known as Kong of Steel. Get your little um, feet out of here! Um, <laughs> I looked down, I just saw two of your feet so like touching each other. His strengths, like, little, like like Mechanic Kong. Hands. His strengths are he has hypnotic light on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, he has high beam eyelights. So you can blind Kong. That's so stupid, though. Um, like laser he has beams, bro. Grenades. He has loudspeakers <laughs> with which Doctor Who can control Kong through his mouth. Yeah. Um, and then he has his strength. He has his strength. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty good climber, I'd say. He's a decent climber. He does the kick move a lot. And we'll get it's into kind this of his go-to. We'll get into this movie in a second, <laughs> but I will say, like this movie, like whereas. Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla is very, there's no fat to be found. It's right. very fast. This movie has parts where you're like, they're going back to the island for the fourth fucking time. Well, there's just, Jesus Christ. There's so much time spent on the humans, and too I don't much. care. Yeah, it's too much. I don't care. I do, however, care about Susan's relationship with Hottie, whatever his name Penetration was. Penetration Station. He was hot, yeah. and they were embracing a lot, and Carl Nelson... Was that his name? Carl Nelson. He was a creep because he was like, "No, Susan, I will hug you." And Susan was like, "But I'm not into you. I'm into this guy." But he was like, "But I'm going to touch you regardless. I don't care about because he's like, well, this is the '60s and this is America, and we don't want no half Asian, half Caucasian babies running around. So you hold me. I was offended. For the love of God, I was offended. He was gross. He was. He was like. He was so touchy feely in this movie. I hated it. As he should be, as a strong white (laughs) Caucasian man in the '60s, like he should be touching all the women back then. You know, whether whether it's the right or not. Although he he was almost seduced by. That I, Madame Piranha lady. I was. I'm surprised he wasn't because immediately when she sat next to me and just like did that thing where she like put would you put like your ankles on the sofa yeah. and you fold your legs and you lean over and you twirl your hair behind uh-huh. your ear. My dick would have been out. <laughs> and it would have been ready for yeah. touching. I would have said, touch it, touch it, touch it. And touch she was it. like giving him a drink and like. But yeah, I'm glad I didn't because ready. Doctor Who comes in with his fucking like Ben Franklin jaw. Holy shit, his, this guy's teeth. His teeth, there's no room in his mouth for the teeth that are contained. No, well, the problem is his upper jaw is full of 
pristine teeth. Not really. No, no, not pristine. No. Horse okay. teeth. Horse Com- teeth. But compared to horse his teeth, dude, his bottom jaw, they're like three teeth and they're brown nubs. They're not, they're not, they're not, <laughs> and they're not nubs either. They look like fucking like, they look like stalactites. Oh my God. They're, it's terrifying. They're super sharp and super long. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, they are. They are terrifying. <laughs> and he can't close his jaw right, right either. And his jaw is huge. His oh cheeks are huge. God. And his hair is huge. But he's skeletal. But his eyes are so, so deep set in his fucking skull yeah. that it looks like he, he could probably look in back of him right like if he just turned his eyes the other way he's definitely oh my god we're watching this and i was like that's the bad guy because he walks out in a fucking cape Cape. yeah he's yeah he's he's the evil you gotta start your dominance with the cape bro action bro like immediately the evil leader with all the henchmen all the henchmen, I love their get-ups. And we need to talk about it really in the, in the Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla, but like, I love how they're all like color-coordinated and shit. Oh, my they God. They all got to wear the wet sweatsuits. They but all have this, like black wear the same hats. satin suits on, and they have white satin gloves on for some unknown reason. And in, for the, in this movie, what is really on display for you in this movie more than Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla is the models. They oh, have, yeah. They have model helicopters. They oh, have man. metal so many battleships and little fucking uh, boats that come out of the battleship and float across the water and fucking tanks and an Eiffel Tower. That's it, And then we have like the fucking place at the North Pole where you, they go to fucking visit. Santa's house. Yep. Yeah, they go there. <laughs> and also because this was produced by Rankin and Bass, I have to feel like I, I have to but where imagine. Where was Yukon Cornelius at? I, well, I have to imagine that that, that, that had the. This story makes no sense because it's about. They want. They want to. Uh, the, Doctor Who wants to harvest Element X, which right. is buried in. Is, the it, North like, Pole is it like in the plutonium snow. or something? Like, what is it supposed to be? It's basically like a blue. Yeah, but like, a, like right. stronger than plutonium. And he wants to harvest it. So the only thing he could think of when he sat down to how am I going to harvest this? Maybe I'll make a drill to go down there. No, nope, um, that won't work. Maybe I'll make some kind of like construction equipment to go nope, down there. No, that won't work either. Maybe I'll just throw sticks of dynamite down there myself. Nope, that's oh, a bad idea. I got to make a... I got to make King Kong, but a robot version of him. Right. And that's what they decide on. But all, but all Mecha Kong does is he walks in there and he just throws bombs that he has on his belt. In he there. does. Why couldn't you just throw the bombs in there? And then he immediately is like overcome by the radiation and he malfunctions. He gets heat stroke, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's a robot, he gets heat stroke and he passes out. And then they're like, well, now we got to get the real King Kong because but- that's the only solution. Mecha, me, oh, I was called Me- Mecha Kong. Mechani Kong. You call Mecha Kong. He looks so silly. There is such a cartoonishness he's about him. He's a fucking him. gorilla. I know, but he's he, badass. But, but just say he's but badass. He, but he's not badass but, like but Mecha say, Godzilla's badass. No, no, no. But he's badass. Though. I guess so. He's pretty cool. And he is because he's a robot. So he's a automatically, he gets a cool pass. My only issue with cool Kong, I mean, Kong, Kong looks really silly. And my main issue with Kong is his cloudy eyes. I feel like why are his eyes Not so his cloudy? Not his paper mache and his hunchback. <laughs> There's so much more wrong with Kong than his eyes. He looks fucking terrible. Well, because they show close-ups of his eyes all the time. Kong, the, uh, Toho never... The, the funny thing is, like, um, uh, uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla is one of my favorite um, next to um, Godzilla vs. King Kong. I mean, Godzilla vs. Godzilla. And King Kong looks terrible in that, but he looks better in that than he does in okay. this. It's uh, pretty bad. But he looks terrible in this movie. Like he looks fucking terrible. Like you could like see the paper machina like yeah, that yeah, made yeah. of his face, <laughs> and he just looks floppy and flippy. And his back, he's got like a hunchback. He's kyphotic. Yeah, yeah, nothing makes sense about him. The way he looks, his eyes are always water. It looks like he smoked a fucking huge blunt. Yeah. <laughs> They're bloodshot. It's just like they made him look really creepy. Actually, yeah. um, but I still love it for that. 
uh, mechanic Hong looks fucking dope to me though. I really, I really think he's cool. But all the models in this are really just like next level because I'm always like, Steph, this is a set. Like when they show Mechanic Kong in the North Pole walking on yes. the fucking on the iceberg and then like like Kong oh, jumps he, into the water, you know? Right, right, all of that stuff. Yeah. It's just really fucking cool. Um But yeah, I mean like the movie kinda like so it, it it it's doing like the King Kong thing where it's like, oh, King Kong is he's lonely, he's a sad boy, and he found like finally found like a woman that he like loves. Why couldn't he fall in love with like a native woman that lived there? Is well, he, I don't think there's there anyone a, on that island except that old dude who gets murdered. Nah, there's other tribes people there because, well, even, because in the other Kong, said, even, even in the other Kong movies, there's tribes people there. But he's always obsessed with a white woman. He wants no, no, the white I agree. bitches. I agree. That's problematic. But what I'm saying is, they actually say in this movie, it's problematic. Is there anyone else here? And they're like, I don't think so. That's a fucking dead dude. He was the last one. Yeah, yeah, he was the last one. He was the last one and there. Doctor Who shoots his ass. Yeah, he fucking shoots him. Guns him down. And I was like, rated G. In cold blood, but, Ray G. But immediately, like, you feel bad for Kong, but you're also like, Kong, listen, you need to learn to, like, not become attached to the first woman you see. It's not healthy. <laughs> I, I imagine, like, walking up to, like, Kong's cave, and then you're like, you're, like every night I die, every night I fall. Yeah. He's watching, the, he's listening to the Crow soundtrack in there. Oh and then you, God. like, you peek around the corner, and it's just him, like, laying on, like, a big old couch, and he's yeah. got, like, a big bag of Ruffles chips. <laughs> And he's just listening to the crow soundtrack because he's all sad, and he's got posters hung oh, up. But it's man. like it's like the crow, yeah. but it's like a monkey crow, he's, and he's he, got like monkey Joker face on. He like is maybe the saddest boy in all of cinematic history. You said all like a million times, especially when the boat's going away from him. When she's like Kong, I need to go back into Kong. Leave my, I want my Hitachi back from the other night, Kong, and the double-headed dilly, Kong. Well, I, I just love how she talks to him. Kong, put me down, Kong. <laughs> Kong, next time we won't use strawberry-flavored condoms, because I'm going to get a yeast infection, Kong. <laughs> but then when he doesn't listen to her, then she's like, King Kong. <laughs> Oh my god, it's very, very much time. And there needed to be, so this movie, like, it kind of, like, drags on with stuff like that. Um, there's not enough monster fights. Like, you get, like, you get King Kong versus Gorosaurus. Yep. You get King Kong with the sea serpent thing. But then you don't get another battle. Then, then there's, like, this long stretch where it's like, okay, they uh, Doctor Who comes... He fucking uses ether bombs to yes. knock out King Kong, and then they they put him in the giant cell that giant, they have constructed. A, they put him in like this ship. It's like right. a giant ship, and then they go back to the North Pole. And then at the same time, Carl Nelson's like he had discovered Godzilla. I mean, King Kong <laughs> existed, or whatever. And he's like, I want to go back there and study him because I'm a military man. So I want to go back. There. And he right. they go back and they're right. like, Oh, Kong's not here. Someone must have taken him. And immediately, Carl Nelson's like, Oh yeah, it was Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> And I know where it was my nemesis, Doctor Who. Yeah. And the one Asian uh, lieutenant's like, well, how are we going to find him? And he's like, don't worry, we'll find him. Planet Earth's not that big, you stupid idiot. And they do. They find, they him, find him. They immediately. find him immediately. But anyway, like they take Kong back to um, they take Kong back to like their lair in the North Pole. They put like a little thing on his head and they're like, he's like, the best thing about this uh, Doctor Who is he's like always so confident that everything he's going to do <laughs> oh is going to work. God. He's like, oh, my mechanic Kong is so much better than real King Kong. He could he could do anything he could do, but better. And then when it doesn't work out, he's like, that's fine. I'll get King Kong. And they're like, you can't tame King Kong. He's like, I can tame King Kong for anything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then they, he, that fails. And he's like, I knew it wouldn't work, but I still have mechanic Kong and mechanic Kong's going to kill him. And then it never works out, it but he never loses his confidence. His, and it's, that's a shame. 
You know, he but he's one of those guys that gets he just gets the things in life like that he wants mm-hmm. because he's overly confident. But he looks at himself in the mirror and he's probably like, my teeth are so awesome. My teeth are perfect. Yes. I, don't, I don't ever have to go to a dentist. And everybody else just sees like an Italian cemetery with like corpses <laughs> popping out of the soil in his mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so, so anyway, they kidnap fucking King Kong and they like uh, brainwash him with this little thing on Mecha Kong's head. Yeah. And he's like, they put these little like receivers they on Kong's like, on his ears. ears. Yeah. And he's like, Kong, go dig. You're going to go. And he fucking is digging. He's like, Kong, you're going to go down there. You're going to dig for the element X. Come on, Kong. So he goes, they, they send him down this little hallway or whatever. He walks down <laughs> there and he starts digging and he gets like tired or whatever. And he's like, what are you doing, Kong? You stupid idiot. Keep digging. Keep digging. And eventually this goes on and on and on and eventually kong like uh rips the things out of his ears yeah. and starts running back and they're like close the door kong's coming back close the door so they close this door or whatever and then nelson shows up um with linda with with susan with susan and, and, uh, and, and uh, nakamura, and nakamura yeah and they're just like whole bullshit ends up happening whatever but it more or less um uh King Kong escapes yeah. and he runs free and they send, um, they send uh, mechanic Kong after him, but King Kong jun- jumps in the North pole water yes. and is completely fine. And he, he, he swims. fucking swims to Tokyo, swims to Tokyo, which I'm like, that's not too close. That's no, like a good distance. That's pretty far. So he swims all the way there and they send mechanic Kong after him. And then it ends up being like, just like, Quick fight because Mechanic Kong just scoops up Susan and climbs up the top of this like. Well, Susan first. She's like, like, she's like, Kong, don't do it. Don't fight, Kong. Go a, home. He's not alive. He's a machina like my Hitachi Wan. <laughs> he can't die like you. And but Kong, then, but then when when uh, Mechanic Kong scoops up uh, Susan, then Kong's like, I gotta fight but, for my lady. But the thing is, like, Kong has seen the Fast and the Furious movie, so he knows about family. So right, he looks at yeah, Susan yeah. and he's like, it's for family. Right, yeah. Ride or die, <laughs> and then he goes after Mechanic Kong, who's climbing up the fucking, the fucking tower. It's like, an, it's like an Eiffel Tower, like like reconstruction in Tokyo, but like four electrical wires. But it's like forty thousand times bigger than the Eiffel Tower it's that huge. really exists. Huge, yeah. And these boys be climbing it they like climbing. Cra- like crazy. They're fighting on it. They're kicking each other on it. It's not epic. Like I think they were like, "What are we going to make these do? These guys do." Like, cause they're monkeys and like, they can't really like, like it's yeah. like the fights with Corosaurus. They're like, what are we going to do to make it interesting? Because he doesn't have arms. Oh, that so, fight is fun though. So we'll just make him kick. He, and then, but then Kong punches him, the shit out of him. He has so much internal bleeding. Oh cause my Kong God. is pummeling him. He's like throat punching him, <laughs> breaking his choke rape bone, fucking p- raining down hematomas oh on his God. skull. Yeah. yeah. He definitely, Corosaurus was definitely brain be- some, bleeding like a mother. And he had some kidney bleeding going on. Yeah, too. definitely. He was pissing blood <laughs> after that. I don't know where his dick was in some kind of reptilian slit. I mean, somewhere. But that slit slit was bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So eventually, like, uh, yeah, King Kong basically just, like, knocks... Oh my god! He knocks him off the tower. Mechanic Kong just falls apart like a piece of shit. Into a million pieces. Yeah. It's so anticlimactic it is and then kong's like uh but then wait though but then doctor who is like we have to go and everyone's like but you said we were gonna take kong and he's like we're fucking getting out of here motherfuckers <laughs> and so they like try to get their ship turned around because you know it's a big ass ship kong be running he'd be running down the fucking pier he's like he's <laughs> running and it's got a little car next to him a little yeah. remote control car oh that, my god that, that, that they're in, that the they're in. Of them. and it's like little dolls but every time they show kong holding her as a doll 
the best. It is the best because it has fucking like red hair. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, but then, so she gets out of the car and she's like, Kong, stop that ship. And <laughs> that's, that's exactly how she delivers her lines. Too. And Kong's like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it. And the one guy's like, do you think he's going to reach the ship? And he's like, yeah, he's going to fuck that ship up. Oh, when he's destroying the ship, it is the fucking best. When they show him shaking the ship and everyone inside's like, uh, for Booker. Because it's clearly like a G.I. Joe, like someone in the pool with yeah. their G.I. Joe like ship. And then they show Doctor Who like get pinned by a desk. And, and that's like, like the corniest way to die. Doctor Who looks like a fucking weird vampire. In this. And then when he has the blood coming out of his mouth at the end, it looks even more yeah. like a vampire. Yeah. Um, and well, so Kong destroys the ship. Yeah. And then what does he do? He leaves. He just, he just start, swims off. Starts swimming home. And, <laughs> and, the, and, and now Susan's like, I want him to be my friend. And he's not listening to her. And, uh, and Carl Nelson's like, don't call him Susan. Don't call him. He's like, I guess he decided we're not civil civil enough for him or something like <laughs> no, that. He says, I'm like, I guess he's had enough of civilization. And it just shows Kong like just fucking. <laughs> he's just broad stroking. Yeah, broad stroking. To- <laughs> fucking Kong would not be broad stroking, bro. No way. Back to Mondo Island. Mondo Island. Oh my God. Yeah. He's going to go to Mondo Island and try to order some limited posters and uh, not get them immediately and be pissed off. Holy smash shit. Smash his computer apart. Um, yeah, so this one's not as... Oh, we didn't drink our... Should we finish this Yeah, yeah, well, yeah let's do it. Let's do we our, have a little bit more sake. This is our second shot of sake. sake. Cheers, Stephanie. It is worse warm. Oh, yeah, it really is. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, you could watch this movie. The only way I know to watch this movie is if you buy the Blu-ray on Amazon. It's like, I've got mine for like 15 bucks, Blu-ray. Yeah, it's worth it. Um, looks amazing on Blu-ray, because before that, I, I only ever had the VHS, and it looked like complete shit. So seeing it on, on Blu-ray was really, really fucking cool. Um, the cinematography is really dope in this. kind of like isn't as like stylized as a movie like Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, which I feel like has like a vision oh, and yeah. definitely like feels like an actual movie. This feels like more campy, yeah. way, way, way more campy. Well, and I think also like um, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla is kind of like has this like broader like goal right and it's like this they're traveling there's different landscapes they're on a ship they're on the ocean they're in this place they're in this place godzilla versus mechagodzilla okay so it feels more cinematic this movie a lot of this movie takes place in like a room yeah they're like in a room on a you know in the base yeah and like they're locked up or like they're in her room madame piranha where she's trying to seduce you know what i mean like it's always like in one like but it does set. have james bond vibes in that way it does like it feels like that no, it corny does because, spy. She, because they also always have like a lady villain who in the end is like maybe i need to redeem myself right right, right. and do and good she does she, she tries and yeah. then she to fucking she gives her life up at the end she gets shot she does redemption arc bro yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I mean, like, this was supposed to be our mechani double feature I, robot monster, you know, wanted to start off strong with, like, I don't want to do, like, movies that I'm obsessed with, but this, I always, there's always going to be a sweet spot in my heart for King Kong Escapes, even though I feel like a lot of people would find it boring. Um, I find it enjoyable. I, I'm so happy it exists. It's such a fun thing. It's like a weird, uh, you know, coalesce of, like, uh, Rankin and Bass and Toho and Universal. This is all these like mind meld shit happening. Yeah. So I would say definitely check it out. 
And uh, especially if you're like a diehard kaiju fan and you like all the Showa stuff, I think you need to watch this. If you're a more recent Godzilla fan, I don't think um, this will cross over for you in the enjoyment arena. Um, But I do find enjoyment in most Godzilla movies, even Son of Godzilla. So I'm like an outlier in that regard. You love them all, even the bad ones. That's why I want like Steph to be like, this is dog shit. And she's going to eventually, she's going to be like, this is fucking unwatchable. I mean, so I will be honest and say that like I enjoyed King Kong Escapes. Um, It is not nearly as good as Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. And I have like, I'm much more interested in Godzilla and those kaiju than I am in King Kong. Because mm. um, I think I've seen all the modern Kong movies and like, mm, yeah. you know, like Jack Black. Mm. Um, <laughs> you, you haven't seen any of the old God King Kong movies. Though. I That's have. A thing. I think I've seen, I'm pretty sure I've seen uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. No, but I'm talking about like the universal Kong I movies. I've seen like like the black and white one, the original where he's like climbing There's the Eiffel Tower. I've, I've seen one of those. Yeah. I've seen one of those. Um, this movie is still very, very enjoyable. And I think I highly recommend it. It's a good drinking it. movie too. Yeah, it's fun. Just have some, have a beer, you know, like I said, have a friend. One friend, <laughs> a pizza, you know, whatever. Well, I hope yeah. you learned something today, Stephanie. Um, and uh, you're coming out the other end, a better person. Uh, like the intestinal track. Coming out of poop. Tasty and stinky out. Something like that. <laughs> so remember, on the next episode of Cold of Kaiju, Steph will be taking a short quiz and anything and everything covered in this episode is fair game. If she loses, she will have to partake in a punishment. And if she wins, she gets to stay married to a happy husband. Um, I got a few things before we part ways. All uh, right. Pluto TV is launching a 24-7 Godzilla channel that airs uh, Godzilla movies all day. And the full lineup includes All Monsters Attack, Godzilla 1999, Godzilla 2000, Godzilla 1954, Godzilla Raids Again, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Mothra, Ghidorah, the Three-Headed Monster, Mothra vs. Godzilla, Invasion of the Astro Monster, Ibira, Horror of the Deep, Godzilla vs. Sea Monster, Son of Godzilla, Destroy All Monsters, Godzilla vs. Hedorah, Godzilla vs. Gigan. Gigan, Godzilla vs. Megalon, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, there you go, Godzilla, um... Or Tower of Mechagodzilla, which is the sequel uh, to Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. The Return of Godzilla, also known as Godzilla 1985. Uh, Godzilla vs. Biollante, amazing. Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah. Godzilla vs. Mothra. Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, which is not really 2 as much as it is like a reboot. Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Destroya. Rebirth of Mothra. Rebirth of Mothra 2. Rebirth <laughs> oh, of Mothra shit. 3. Godzilla the series. Godzilla vs. Megagirus. Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah fucking amazing we're good we gotta watch that movie soon godzilla monster all out attack it's fucking so good it's like one of my favorite it's one of my favorite more recent godzilla movies because godzilla just looks fucking evil and that's the one where like um mothra and king Ghidorah are good and godzilla is evil and they're trying to kill him but he's like basically like an immortal god and he's got like white eyes it's fucking sick dude godzilla versus mecha godzilla that's like the reboot godzilla Tokyo SOS and Godzilla Final Wars. Uh, that'll be the lineup on Pluto TV. And there's like Steph said, there's a bunch of Godzilla movies available on Max, uh, Prime. You can find them everywhere, especially the heavy hitters like Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. We do plan on having guests on Cult of Kaiju in the near future uh, to keep the spice on high heat. John Beard, I'm looking at you, my boy. It'll be fun to have John yeah, Beard on. Yeah. Uh, new Kaiju on t-shirt I'm going to have in the works. 
and our Kodokai GT is available now on our website, so snag one of those. And I would love to hear uh, what you'd like us to cover in the future and your thoughts on our first episode. Try to keep it loose. Uh, say love saying podcast at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us with some of your recommendations of what us to what you want us to cover. Uh, give me some of your earliest memories and if you uh, if we rather pick a movie that you'd like us to cover and you shot me an email with some of your uh, you know good nostalgic memories of that, I'll read your email on it on a future episode. So I want to have some fun with it. Yeah. And uh, remember we're doing any movie from any year, as long as it's got some kaiju in it. So it could be a Gamera movie. Um, it could be Big Man Japan. I think the next episode is going to be more recent movies. So I think on the next episode, me and Steph, we're going to do Big Man Japan oh, shit. and Shin Godzilla. Yeah, boy. Because I want to do like newer things. I haven't I watched Big Man Japan in a while, man. No, I want to jump. I want to jump around. Um, I don't want to just keep it like, you know, a certain year. And then we'll yeah. get back to classics after that. Um, and also, now that you're part of an actual cult, you have to pay your dues, which is easy at patreon.com backslash say love saying podcast. Uh, also, if you don't want to give us any money, you don't think we're good enough for money, or you're poor, you don't have money, you're trying to <laughs> save your money for chips. You're like buying a house, maybe, yeah, doing some adult shit. Just chips. Uh, rate, <laughs> rate us a review if you can't afford chips uh, on iTunes or rate us on Spotify. Uh, any last words for our brethren, my dear? Um, fucking Godzilla is the goddamn king. All right, and you know what I'd like to make a thing? Oh, shit. At the end of every episode, <laughs> uh, oh, the pressure. Steph is going to leave us with her own kaiju sound, Johnny on the Spot style. Okay. And, um, uh, it's up to you guys to name the kaiju that Steph <laughs> has created. If you want to draw the kaiju, that would be fucking awesome if you have artistic abilities. Uh, but just my point is, like, don't let all Steph's effort go to waste. She worked really hard on the noise you're going to hear. Months of preparation. She took acting classes. She spent countless dollars. She invested in crypto uh, to make it happen because of that Matt Damon commercial. So help a bitch out. Stephanie, without further okay. ado, please give us your kaiju noise. Uh-huh. Is that good? No. <laughs> do something else. You just you literally just did a like a like a work noise. Alright, we'll do that. That's okay. That'll be good for the first one, but you better come up with something more creative for the next one. Okay, okay. Um alright, so there was tons of positive feedback on the intro song that I wrote for the show. Uh so I'm working on a full-length track of it called Oxygen Destroyer that I'll be posting on Spotify in a few weeks when I finish it up. Uh so fare thee well. My fellow kaiju cultists, and remember, God may be dead, but Godzilla lives forever. And the cult of kaiju never dies. Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming, but more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.